Welcome to Kilgallen's Pub, the podcast where I, comedian Joe Kilgallen, sit down, have some beers, uh, sometimes get a little too, little too drunk, maybe, sometimes, on this podcast, uh, and we just talk a lot of shit. That's what we do here. Uh, you can follow the podcast on iTunes now. I just uh, fucking I fucked it up already, man. That's I'm right. looking at Bobby like, dude, <laughs> it's too beautiful a day to be rehearsed for a podcast. Oh, yeah. So it's like 85 degrees in Chicago. You can subscribe to the podcast on iTunes. Leave us a review. It goes a long way there. Uh, five stars, if you may. And uh, we're also on Stitcher, SoundCloud, my website, joekilgallen.com slash podcast. You could follow myself at Joe Kilgallen on Twitter, also on Instagram and all the other. I'm just my name on everything. But I did just start a Twitter account for the podcast, so that's at Kilgallen's Pub, where I'll just you know post some cool shit and um, mostly retweet myself, just to you know get myself some more retweets. Get the number up. Get yeah. those numbers up. You get know? those numbers up. Right, you got to look good for the people. That voice you're hearing is my guest for the podcast. I'm gonna have. I'm, we're popping some PBRs. Uh, I thought, do I go fancy for this man? No, oh, he's fuck. he is. The working class hero is yeah. what you are, my friend. Yeah, thank uh, you. That is Bobby Buds. Bobby, how are you, my man? I'm doing good, man. Doing good. I'm happy to have you on. Oh, I'm glad to be on, man. I'm glad to be on. Because you're a fun guy to drink. Yeah. You're not afraid to mix it up. Nah. nah I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm not af- There's very few things I'm afraid of. And podcasts and telling jokes, it ain't one of them. So. What are you afraid of? Uh, I was really afraid of clowns when I was younger. Really now? Yeah. My mom had this like clown marionette. Thing. I don't like marionettes. Yeah, and it was in her like it was like downstairs or something in a room. And whenever I went there, I saw it, and they had like these like X'd out eyes. Oh, that's fucked up. Yeah, and I remember I had a nightmare about it when I was like five, and ever since then I've been like, all right, fuck clowns. You know, I think you might be afraid of dolls in general, though, too. Maybe, but dolls never freaked me out. Like the the Chucky movies always freaked me out a little bit, but I could always. I always enjoyed watching them. Okay. But well, Chucky was hilarious. It, yeah, he was. He had some good lines. Yeah, great lines, great voice. Man, Chucky, great podcast host. He would be fantastic. Yeah, great. Smooth yeah. listen. Yeah. I remember watching Chucky when I was like eight or nine at like a, there was a cousin sleepover and my sister and I could not stop saying the one line because he like hijacked the, a car and he put like a gun to the back of the woman's head. And said, shut up and drive before I kick your fucking teeth in. And we repeated that line oh, as really? like nine-year-olds oh, for man. the better part of a summer. Oh, really? It's a great line. That is Especially if line. you're nine and you're here and kick your fucking yeah. teeth in. Yeah. That was like when I saw the movie Major League as, as a young... That movie came out like 89, 90. So it's probably like seven when I first saw that. I don't, oh, shit. I, mean, I don't think I saw it. I definitely didn't see it at the theaters. But it's a baseball movie. So my dad being, you know single father at the time thinking oh it's baseball he loves baseball we'll go watch a baseball movie when tom berenger says to uh corbin bernstein oh i'm gonna next time you fuck up a play like that i'm gonna cut your nuts off and shove them down your fucking throat i never heard anyone say the f word as good as tom berenger oh, to this yeah. day yeah listen everybody you, if you get a chance youtube the clip the way he says fucking throw i mean nails it that movie just has great swearing in general now I always have a big connection with Major League because I watched that movie when I was like seven. My mom showed that movie to me when I was a like young. How old kid are you also. now? I'm 27. I was born so in we're 90. F- five. We're about six years apart. Yeah, six yeah. years apart. I'm 184. Uh, so when I was a kid, I wasn't allowed to watch. I've mentioned this on a bunch of podcasts. Actually, I wasn't allowed to watch wrestling. Wasn't allowed to watch Ninja Turtles. Wasn't allowed to watch Power Rangers. Let me guess. The Simpsons were in that mix too. No, I could no? watch The Simpsons. Okay. It was just nothing violent. I couldn't watch. But I could watch The Simpsons, and I was able to watch Major League when I was like seven years old. And it's just, I don't know. Some, some movies, I think parents, they leave at the wrong times and don't realize, oh, wait, there's some scenes in this movie. Yeah, where and it, well, yeah but it's a baseball movie. That's Because my mom was sort of a, a single mom, 
really, you know, a lot of times she was had to go to work or something. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, she would just throw on Major League. So it's a baseball movie, like Major League and Rookie of the Year. They're the same thing, right? Yeah, yeah they're very much not. I had uh, a movie I watched a lot when I was around that age. That that was with my mom, you know, divorced parents. So I think when I'd go to my mom's house, she probably didn't realize at the time, but then I'm sure she picked up on it. Uh, Pretty Woman with Julia Roberts. Oh, you watched it? I watched that way too young an age and really liked it, but there's a scene where she gives Kevin, uh, Kevin, what's his name? Um, Richard Gere. Thank you. Uh, Richard Gere head. She goes down on him. Like she doesn't, obviously they don't show that, but it's obviously implied. rated version. She takes his pants down and, you know, and, I had no idea what that was as a kid. Yeah, that and is. And then I remember as an adult having like a flashback going, damn, I should not have been watching that thing. Yeah. Also, how stupid was I that I couldn't put two and two yeah, together? Yeah, pretty woman. That's, yeah, I mean, it's okay I I to like learn. The song. It's okay for a kid to know what the word fuck is. Oh, totally. But it's not okay for a, you know, 10-year-old to know what a blowjob is. If you're is. 10 and you don't know what fuck is, you are a loser. Yeah, yeah. Or you're like from right? like Utah or something, yeah. Let me ask you this. I, this came up in the news recently. Just popped in my head. Boy Scouts now could have women in it. So I think they're changing the name, obviously. Right? But I remember a lot of people, it's like not a lot of people, people I don't know, uh, you see you know, on Twitter, which we'll get to some social media stuff because I really like you on social media <laughs> oh, a lot. Oh, thank you. Thank you. I do. I mean that. And I, I, I'll, you'll see just people like, the Boy Scouts, what, what the hell now? And everyone get all mad. When I was growing up, everyone I knew who, were in the, who was in the Boy Scouts was lame. Was a dork. I hated the boy. I went to one... Oh, oh Jason, we got uh, Bobby's roommates are here. Uh, we got Mike in the other room. He looks like he's doing some cleaning. He'll say the responsible one. And then we got uh, Jason, our old folks, who's a very funny comedian, who I wish I had a third mic for. Um, right now, I know you guys are listening who have been following the podcast. I used to do two guests. I still will do two guests from time to time. But when I can't use Jonah's apartment, I have to just use my old equipment, which is only one mic each. Uh, right. We also have the Cubs game on the background. You might hear a little bit of that, which is cool because it makes it feel like a, you know the pub at atmosphere. Bar, yeah, right? we're at a- yeah. Uh, Jason, oh, folks, you were in the Boy Scouts, though? Can you still tie knots and whatnot? Fuck Tie knots and whatnot. Shit. <laughs> that's pretty cool. Yeah. You know, that's, those are the cool kids of the Boy Scouts. But, yeah, for the most part, it was all the weird... I don't know if the mic picked up on what you said. Can you say it again so yeah. I can repeat it, though? Oh, we, we just used most of those skills to, like, break into places and start fires and stuff. Nice. Cool. Yeah. You guys were like the rebels. It's it's funny though because like I was saying, and again, if you're a Boy Scout who listens to this, you, come on, you can't you you really think they were preparing you to get laid? You no, really they think weren't. they were like no, that no was what that was for? Gets, no woman quivers over a sailor knot. Yeah, you know? what was with that? Why they wear a handkerchief around their shoulders? I think some like 1940s stuff, like the Hardy Boys or no, not the Hardy Boys. I remember being like 11, and I was no, maybe maybe I was 10, nine or 10. I was into the Power Rangers, which you couldn't watch because oh. that, that was against the Bobby Buds list. Yeah, and I wanted to be like the Green Power Ranger, so I walked out of. I was about to walk out of my house, my the apartment I lived on, and and uh, had the green bandana tied around my head the way like the Green Power Ranger would. My dad took it off my head and blew his nose in it and said, this is a handkerchief. You don't wear it on your head. Oh, And that was man. enough for me to be like, all right, no more bandanas. Well, that's, that's good because, you know, good you're parenting. not the guy that wore a bandana on their Yeah, head. I would have been. I would have looked back and been like, what a little asshole I was back yeah. then. Thank yeah. God I there wore was a bandana. social media. I wore a bandana maybe like two times in my life. It was when I was working at a summer camp, though, and that's what people would do. I was like, okay, maybe this could work for me. And I was like, eh, no. No, can't nope. pull it off? Nope. Whoa, there's the doggy. Hold on. I think it's still going. Oh, yep, your mic's out. That's fine, though. We'll, we can talk about this in one second. Let me just give me a second here, people. All right, hold on. Got to put his microphone in. 
All right, yeah. Uh, Bobby's. Uh, Kilgallen's Pub is a dog friendly place. Well, it's a dog friendly place, and the dog totally gave a sniff. But it's a four month old Pitbull mix with uh, Hound Dog and something else. You guys aren't even sure. Terrier. They rescued something. this dog because they're good men over here. And it has three legs. Three legs, yeah. It's the only reason I got him. Just so people would be like, oh, Bobby is a sweetheart. Yeah. Yeah, so they see, yeah, they, they, they see what I say on stage. They think I'm a hate filled bigot, but then they see my dog. It's like, oh, no, that's Saul Persona. He's a. Loving three-legged puppy owner. What's your dog's name? Titan. Titan. I yeah. like that. It's a good name. It was given to him. It was a name that he had when he got hurt. Yeah, you don't want to change the name no. too much. I, yeah. We did change our dog's name because we we got her at some rescue place, but she was like a little over three months, and it was a stupid name. It was like yeah. Oso, which I think is... Oso, yeah. What's your I dog's think name? Bear in Spanish. We named her Holly because oh. uh, we got her in Hollywood, and my wife had a... Their family dog was named Jax because they got it in Jacksonport, Wisconsin. So they were like, oh, okay, Jack, Jack. So I kept that trend going. Yeah. My wife didn't even suggest that. I was like, well, why not just keep that going? We'll call her Holly. And yeah. then down the road, if we get a dog, whatever. It's a know, great, it's street a, Holly's a great dog name. I think it's a cool dog name. It's actually a good person name, too. I remember thinking, man, that would have been good for a Holly, daughter yeah. one day. Holly, that's a, that's a, and I don't know if it's because of Hollywood, but that's like, your name is Holly. You're, you, you got to do shit with that, you know? Well, she's a little badass. Uh, I've probably mentioned her on the podcast before. She's very alpha female. We've had some bunnies in our garden, in our backyard, our garden that we're getting rid of because I don't want a fucking garden. That brings bees and shit, and I'm not growing yeah, food. Yeah. I'm, not, I'm not at the age of my life where I'm like, let's grow stuff and then eat it. I'm not doing that. Yeah. There's stores that do a great job. They package oh, it for you. They produce, put it in plastic. Whole foods. They pre-wash it sometimes. Yeah. You know, that's very nice. You live in Chicago where there's, during the summer, there's one billion farmer's markets going on. There's grocery stores all over. Although I'm very upset because I grilled for the first time today. I walked over to this, uh, I forgot to get hot dog buns though. Like a moron. I got hamburger buns so I forgot to get the hot dog buns. And then I was like, all right, there's a block and a half away, there's this Polish grocery store. Went there, did not have hot dog buns. So if you're a Polish listener, what the hell? What gives? You guys not? You got your bun people. Half their food are so, is, so, is some type right? of sausage. Right, Polish yeah. sausage. And you know, what, I I was shocked because it, they had like a lot of stuff. And I remember thinking to myself, "Oh, this is cool. I'll get beer here and then uh, get the buns." And yeah. then I didn't get beer there because I there's a liquor store across the street that's food and liquor. So I'm like, "Oh, they'll probably have it." They did not. And there's a CVS across the street, and they did not. I went to three places. No hot all walking in scene. Chicago and the northwest side I of Chicago. I do not get how that worked out. The northwest side of Chicago, probably the hot dog capital of it the United States. It would be because I could get a hot dog. And they probably like it's it was insane to me because there really is a hot dog stand like every four blocks. Yeah, I probably should just went to one of them. I'm like, can I just get some buns? Yeah, some buns at the wholesale price. I'll take them. You know. All right, but Bobby. So yeah, you got this dog. It's a cute dog, man. Yeah. Um, so you mentioned as you were joking though, of course. Well, you weren't joking, but you said you got the dog. I know you got the dog because you love dogs and, yeah. and you're a good person. And I know you as a good person, but you've gotten into some shit online <laughs> yeah. because you're a dude who will ruffle some feathers with your posts, yeah, and with I, what you say on stage and stuff like that. I find it hilarious, and people who know you also find, find it hilarious. Find, yeah, because uh, you're a harmless guy. I think you're good natured. Yeah, yeah. Uh, harmless by harmless, I mean you couldn't beat up anyone. I couldn't beat up. I'm you're, five you're foot. Weak. I'm, I'm five foot six and I'm very out of shape. I just I ride my bike every day. That's my exercise. So yeah, I'm a I'm a, I'm pretty much a beta male. You know, I'm a loud beta male. Uh, I don't even like you calling yourself a beta male because I feel like you are so above those kind of labels. Omega. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I, I think like, you. I think you make fun of the beta males. I do, but you probably can make fun of the alphas too. I make fun of the, I make fun of everybody. You it's know? so fucking stupid to have these labels for everything. Everything I is know, a goddamn it's, label it's these like, days. Are we like we're not primal anymore? You know, like dogs yeah. are alpha. 
you know, creatures. Yes, I agree with you there. Unintelligent, that are more unintelligent than us, are alpha and beta. Totally. You know, look at that alpha male. Uh, Carrie Wood, 20 strikeouts. Yeah. You baseball fans will know I talked about on Comedians Talking Baseball, the anniversary of the greatest pitch game of all time. Did you see the documentary? Yeah, it was fantastic. It was awesome. I love a good documentary. Yeah, that was actually the game that I remember first getting me into baseball because I was seven seven years old. Yeah. And going on eight, I I was going to turn eight that summer, and I was watch. I remember my brother turned on the game. He's like, "Hey, we have to watch." I was like, "What the fuck's going on?" And then he was like, "Yeah." And then I don't know why, because it wasn't that impressive to me when I was seven, because I had no idea really what baseball was. I mean, I knew what it was, but like you know, seven. Well, yeah, you got that. And I just remember watching. I was like, "Oh, this for some reason this is like amazing." And then later that summer was the Sammy Sosa, Mark McGuire yep. home run thing, and that really the got steroid me era. That was fun. Yeah. So you like other sports? Uh, and I'm going to get back to your ruffling feathers oh, thing here. Yeah, I'm going to take course. a little detour on this yeah. though. Yeah. Let's get to know Bobby the person. Yeah, first. I want to get to know Bobby the person. Uh, a I like bit. all sports, but I mean baseball is my favorite. And I'll watch like when the I was really into basketball when the Bulls were like amazing. You know, like how could you not be? Yeah, five six years ago. You know, I because there's a lot of comedians that aren't into sports. Yeah. And I yeah. think that that surprises. Whenever I hang out with uh, friends of mine who aren't in comedy, I think they're a little surprised by that sometimes. How comedians are not they, into sports? I think only because the comedians that get super big seem to be into sports. You know what I mean? At least the ones that are on a national level. Seinfeld always talked about sports on the show Seinfeld. Yeah. Uh, guys like Bill Burr is big into you know, yeah. sports. And then they, they imagine Richard Pryor and guys like that being into sports, I think. My, Although Richard uh, Pryor, who knows, he might not be. My grandma went to a uh, Bears game with uh, George Carlin once. So there you go. George yeah. Carlin, clearly a Bears fan. Loved, uh, loved the Bears defense. I'm what, kidding about Carlin being a Bears fan. I have no idea. That would be pretty cool. Fan. I was I mean, joking. No, yeah. he's probably a Jets fan. Yeah. Uh, which, which would be the cooler one to like if you're a New Yorker? And by Jets. cooler, meaning the less people like. Uh, I think the Jets. As much as I love Carlin, he'd probably be a White Sox fan if he lived in Chicago. Oh, yeah, yeah. Anything be, uh, that goes against the grain, yeah. right? Yeah. He'd be a contrarian about every little thing. All right. So, But no, I did want to focus on this. I think a lot of people have that one friend that's on Facebook all the time. Yes. You're a big Facebook guy. I'm, I am. I'm trying to cut down just because. I think everybody's trying to cut down. Yeah, it yeah. really is. It really is unhealthy mm-hmm. uh, when, you know, you post this thing and then, like, you just. I like how you called it a zing, by the way. A zing? Yeah, you post a zing. Oh. Thing. No, I thought like yeah. that. Did oh. you say thing or zing? I, I thought you meant like a thing. zinger. I meant to say. Oh, you meant yeah. to say thing. Like, I I, sometimes, sometimes they're things, sometimes they're zings. Yes. Uh, most of the times for me, they're. I You're try great to with puns. Zings. Yeah. I should have had you and Rena Kalman together because you'd see, like, that's the, that's the yeah, pun. Quick, quick pun. King and queen of uh, the Chicago yeah. comedy scene. Yeah, that used, to all, that used to be all I would do on stage, Facebook. I would just all do puns. And, you know, it's, it's certainly... What was a gem? You had a gem recently. I should have done some homework going into this podcast. I'm sorry, listeners. Sorry. Right. I wanted to have a few of your tweets and, and shit on the ready. Damn well, it. Well, there's some tweets that I have that are great, but then there's some tweets I'll just get, like, really high, I'll be drunk, and I look back the next day, and it's like, how the fuck did it get 50 well, likes? Well, let's talk about this next day thing, if you're cool with talking about it, which I know you will be. You had a post, and I can't remember how it went. But I remember reading all the commotion about it the next morning. Oh. <laughs> so you know what I'm talking about, where oh, a comedian, uh, I won't mention her name. No, yeah. Does, I don't need to. We'll, we'll, we'll call her Pepsi, because I'm looking at a bottle of Pepsi. No, I'm not going to call her Pepsi. That's stupid. We'll call her, um, 
We'll call her Janice. Janice. Janice from uh, Friends. Sopranos. Yes. Okay. Uh, was there Janice in Sopranos too? It was Tony's, uh, Tony's sister. Oh, yes. That's right. That's right. So uh, Janice posted on the Chicago Comedy Scene page, why the fuck does Bobby Buds get away with his misogynistic post and his uh, other anti-whatever problem post? is problematic is it, no, that, no, that was not. Janice was not anti-Semitic. Anti- so there was the post from November. So there were two times that I remember tried, it being November, yeah. Yeah, so this was uh, the backstory behind this. I was at what Lottie's. What was the post? Oh, this you're getting to. So, it. Okay. yeah, so I was at Lottie's Pub one night. And this is November. It was cold out, and I had this really nice jean jacket that I'd wear everywhere. It was like all black. It looked super I looked like I belonged in Logan Square. That's how cool this jean jacket was. And <laughs> I, I, I left it on like the table or something because it was warm down there. It was, it was open I like, like how you of, think belonging in Logan Square makes you cool, but go ahead, well, man. You know, ah, it's a hip neighbor. I'm it just is fucking a, being yeah, a dick. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and uh, <laughs> it's fucking lame here. I fucking hate all my fucking neighbors. Yeah, uh, I know. I, the first before, right when I got here, you guys were bitching about the new condo building that went up. Yeah, like fucking old school, like old dudes on a porch going, "This neighborhood's gone to shit." Yeah, I mean, we got. I mean, we still got Coles right there, and we got Coles the is a great right bar. There, I like so. Coles a lot, and there's, there's some decent. I've had some fun at the Owl at Four AM. Yeah, well, the new one is East Room, but that's I don't like that one anymore. Uh, okay, see, I've been um, gone for a while, so I don't know a lot well, of new. Yeah, well, yeah, you I didn't know what the fuck that was. Oh, anyway, me, yeah, you, you haven't been to you haven't been to low, you haven't been to. Uh, I haven't been this far down Milwaukee yeah. in a while. I think normally I, when I get off the highway, it's Fullerton, you know, and I hook around and I just wasn't looking up. Uh, yeah, it's all a it's all it's all gross around here, but whatever. We're paying. I'm sure people who are listening who have, I'm sure I know I've had, I've talked about this with people before where. It's weird. You could. I've, I left Chicago for only three years and a couple months, and I come back, and there's so many little things where I'm like, "What the hell? They d- yeah. that place is gone, or yeah. or that used to be a this." And yeah. it's weird because it's only three years, but you forget how quickly things move. Mm-hmm. So anyway, you got this black jean so jacket. It's really nice jean jacket. I l- I love this jacket so much. And then I I go to Lottie's and I leave it like on the coat rack there or something, or maybe just because. For those of you who've never been to Lottie, this every Tuesday they have a, an okay open mic. There it used to be great. Um, <laughs> just kidding, it's still fun. And everybody put their jackets on like it's the open mic is in the basement of the bar, and then like there's a booth on the that goes along the whole side of the bar. And I like left it on that booth, and then I went to go leave because I was gonna like go to another bar or something, and I couldn't find my jacket. And I was like, I was looking for like a 45 minutes, couldn't find it, and then I was like, you know. I was already drunk, so I got a little more angry than I should have. But it was also, you know, cold out, and it was a really nice jacket. So, which so you're entitled to have those feelings. Yeah, and I was very, I was very angry, and I, I guess I let the emotions get the best of me. And I went to the Chicago comedy scene Facebook group, and then I posted in it, "Hey, whoever stole my jacket from Lottie's is a rapist." <laughs> I didn't know you posted in the group. I thought it was just your status on your. No, I posted in the group because oh, okay. I was like, if one of you guys stole this jacket, you're the worst type of person. And in I the think world. most people thought that's what you meant by that. Yeah. So Janice was like, "This is a rape culture thing." Yeah. And you're promoting rape, now, and it's a cheap joke, and in, how dare you know? In her defense, this was November of 2017. Just one month after, or this was at the beginning, this was the beginning of, of the Me Too, Me Too movement. movement. Okay, that's, that's, that's good that, context to, you know. And 
I, you know, she she commented on the initial post that I made, and I was like, yo, I'm not trying to hear your shit right now. I lost my fucking jacket. And then I was, like, thinking about it, and I was like, man, I should delete this because... And you did, though. I did delete it, yeah. That's what I want to go for, because, of course, she's entitled to her opinions, and, 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 and everyone and, and, is. To- everyone is, and, and they're totally valid given the circumstances of, um, of America at that moment. And I do like your response, though, because it's also like, you know, fuck off right now. I'm yeah. in a bad mood. It's 10 degrees outside. Yeah. I lost a great jacket, and, and I'm letting off some steam. Was this inappropriate? Sure, but fucking move on. And, and again, so, so far, both of you are in the right in a, in a way. Yes, I yes. totally agree. That's yeah. total human None of us. Stuff. Well, I was a little wrong for the joke that I made, but other than that. Yeah, but, uh, but you, it was so in the moment. I feel like I think most people should just be like, listen. Something he's pissed off right now. Yeah, give it some time. I grew very attached to that jacket, man. I've seen people I know post. I've posted shit middle of the night stuff or whatever. Where you just got to look. You're like, when he posts three o one a.m. Okay, yeah. all right. I, I imagine by nine thirty this will be off. And if not, it'll be a bunch of shit. I've had that where I posted something and the next day I have like forty eight comments. I'm like, what the what the fuck did I post? And then you like I had that on St. Patrick's Day on Twitter. Oh, uh, I saw you on St. Patrick's. Well, Day. I went Facebook Live and was ranting and raving about stuff. Well, yeah, no, I get pissed because everyone's all how great the Irish. Everyone were. gets anti-Irish on St. Patrick's Day because it's like, oh my god, this is the fucking worst day to be downtown because it's vomit well, everywhere. Then don't I go, go downtown. Yeah, motherfucker, don't go downtown. But, you know, like. It's a day in which all you have to do is wear green and start drinking all day long. It's fun. And then these people are like, well, you know what they are? There are a bunch of people who didn't get invited to the party, and they're upset now. Yeah. And it's like, well, you know, and then they, they do that. I can't stand people who are like that. Well, it's the, it's the same people that are like, oh, yeah, it's a Friday night. Guess I'm going to, like, stay in because I'm, uh, I'm such an introvert, and I don't like hanging out with people. It's like, okay, well, then, if you like staying in all the time, then why are you complaining about St. Patrick's? It's not like you're going to be going out to downtown that it's day such, anyway. I love that holiday because all it is is you just drink. I love, yeah. I, and as you listen to some music and you get together with people and you start drinking early. It's the one day a year where it's like 8 a.m., let's go. Yeah. I started drinking at 8 a.m. I was the first person in this bar, and then I remember by like 10.30, it was completely slammed. And yeah, to you, me, that's fun. Yeah. Let's let's get wild with it, and all you have to do is there's no there's no gift giving, there's no family obligations. There's, you just party. There's no, there's no less. It's like Seinfeld. It's a Seinfeld of holidays. Yes. No hugs, no lesson learned. You're just having a fun time, you know. So I on um, was scrolling through Twitter, and a good friend of mine either re- retweeted or liked it, so it popped up in my Twitter uh, feed, where it was a woman who was basically talking about. Uh, Irish immigrants and their relation to uh, black people in America. And there was total holes in what she was saying, though, because a lot of why Irish people or why black people have Irish last names is because they were friends. A lot of people think it's they they lived in the uh, they lived in they both lived in the you know shitty neighborhoods in these cities. Yeah, in cities, correct. A lot of people think, oh, I it was uh, they took their slave owner's name, which some black people did. But those were like names like Washington, Jefferson, and, yeah, yeah, that and names. Yeah. Oh, that was after some of them were after presidents. But there was also black people those kind of names. But if you meet a black person named McGrady, they had an Irish friend mm-hmm. typically because Irish people. The first wave of Irish immigration was like 1850s, 1860s, really 1850s. So I say to people, I go, "You mean to tell me Irish people got to America in the 1850s with freaking nothing, and, and then be- t- and then within ten years bought plantations in the South." 
and own slaves just well, we in time are, to lose are, it all are, in the Civil we War? Are what? Hardworking people, you know. So <laughs> we are you Irish? Half Irish. You're half and half you're, Irish, quarter Polish, quarter Lithuanian. And but raised Jewish, right? Raised Jewish. Yeah. Raised Jewish. That's it. We're gonna get to damn. I keep like teasing the listener by being like, we're gonna get to that, but I want yeah. to stay with this. Yeah. Because sometimes that's why I'm trying to. I'm so uh, those of you who have been following the podcast this is episode nine now. I get we get sidetracked a lot, which is natural it's when you're drinking. Tr- yeah, yeah, this- and you're uh, you know in bar atmosphere. I'm okay with it as long as it flows. But there are some times where I'm like, damn, I got to focus on that, and then we can get to the other yeah. stuff because everything kind of this is got to like have a sheet of paper that says you know online shit. Jewishness. Sometimes I have notes. I don't want people thinking I don't do any homework. Sometimes I try to have a professional podcast going on here, and which is what I consider this. Again, tell your friends. So I then I saw so I saw the woman's post about like whatever, and and some of what she said did have some val, um, valid course. points. Yes, because I, I'll, she had I'll, every right to be upset with what I posted. Yeah, I'm, I'm going back to my thing on St. Patrick's oh, Day. Oh, okay. See, <laughs> I'm going to go to yours. Okay. Uh, so I just wrote, well, anyway, long story short, I just wrote, I'm not even going to read this, is what I commented. And I was drunk, and I thought I was responding to my friend who posted it. But I didn't realize it was kind of oh. like everybody could see it. <laughs> so the next morning, you know, I wake up hungover, and I'm just seeing all these people comment. And one person was like, uh, look at his feet, and you'll, you'll know like what, how he is. And I remember going, look at my fucking feet. And I look at previous tweets. Other than the tweet that said Irish people are the best of people or something like that, it was all jokes underneath that. And I was like, come on, this one's good. And I was screen capping and sending it back. And then, I, then I, resp- I, I responded by saying, listen, first of all, I, I disagree with this. But then I, I said I, I thought I was responding to just my friend. But all these strangers just wanted to grill me. And eventually I had to delete my comment because even though I responded and explained myself well to a way in which some people were like, okay, that's cool. We got you, man. No problem. Yeah. Other people were still like, fuck this guy. Fuck this guy. And I'm like, look up, dickhead. And I, started, I was responding to them going, look up. I explained what happened. Okay? Look, and they didn't, don't give a shit. They don't, people are so quick to want to hate. Yeah, you can't, you can't argue There's with no people. Mis- you can't allow, you're not allowed to have mistakes. Unless they're your friends, you cannot argue with people on the internet. Unless they're your friends or they're that one type of person that... Because everybody jumps to the conclusions on, on social media, you know? And, uh, yeah, I mean, well, why, though? Why can't we... Uh, there's, there was a book called So You've Been Publicly Shamed by John Ronson. He's a great writer. I read it uh, last year sometime, just after... Beginning of 2017, I, I read it. And I actually had a great streak. And I remember right around Christmas of 2016, I told people, I go, give me a list of books because I want to, st- I want to read a bunch of books. I'm just going to tell family members to buy me books for Christmas. And uh, my son was born in February of 2017. So this is two months before he was born, Christmas. And I got a stack of, I think I got like five or six books. And I got six. I read five of them within the first, with four weeks after Christmas, from like December 27th or something when I started reading the one to like end of January, I knocked out five. The one book I still haven't read is um, uh, Confederacy of Dunces. Is that the name of the book? You guys heard that one? No. It's a pretty classic I, book. Not, I don't know if you can tell. I'm not a book guy. Oh, yeah. Well, I you don't know. know. Sometimes, Dude, people surprise me, especially, especially comedians, who is and who isn't a book guy. I'm trying to be a book guy. I just picked, I just picked up the, uh, like, two months ago, I picked up The Disaster Artist. Oh, cool. The, movie, the book about the room. Yeah. Because I saw the movie, wasn't blown away with it by, like everyone else was and people told me oh you gotta read the book so I'm trying to be smarter so no well, yeah say, to, well here I was gonna say that I've read I went the whole next year without even picking up a book because yeah. I had a baby and all that and I've read oh, a couple yes. books this year but they're both um, sports related so I guess okay, yeah, they, yeah. they still count though uh, anyhow in the book uh, So You've Been Publicly Shamed it takes those cases the cases that we've all heard uh, the one woman I forget her name she made a tweet that was actually like m- 
saying like, I hope I don't get AIDS or something like that. I was just, she was going to Africa. She was going to Africa to do like humanitarian work though. And she yeah. even said the joke was poorly worded, but I was making, I was not making fun, but I was trying to shine a light about how ridiculous it is that we ignore that part of the world and all this stuff. Uh, but it was yeah, worded poorly. Yeah. She gets on an 11 hour flight. By the time she lands, she lands. There's some people she caught. She's like, oh my God, I think that guy just took my picture while I was walking through the airport because she went from Africa back to New York or, or where she was. I, don't, I can't remember. She was on an 11 back. hour flight where she didn't have any access to the no, internet. No, no access oh to the internet. My and her tweet went viral. Get this though. She had like 49 Twitter followers. And the internet decided we're going to destroy a woman who, if, who if only has 49 followers. So, so one asshole who had some followers happened to just be searching hashtags or something. I don't know. Retweeted it by saying, check this bitch out or whatever. And then everyone, and then they, she lost her job because they found out where she worked. They started tweeting at her employers, Dude. all this kind of stuff. Like, she worked in PR. So obviously that's bad. So yeah, it's bad I mean that almost happened. To, we were talking about it earlier. The the, the comedian that he had to delete his Twitter and everything. Yeah, tell this story real quick, and then we'll go back into your shit. So uh, this very funny comedian. Uh, Jason's laughing because he knows we're never going to get back into your shit. <laughs> no, we're going to. I promise. Yeah, you. it's, it's going to be. A, this is a, this is a nine hour podcast. Yeah, right? well, this, is, this is a podcast you can about. listen to when you're flying from Africa Listening to chunks. America. Uh, that's a bad ah, break. Shit, line into a double play. Yeah, that's the worst. Fuck, yeah. Um, so he tweeted something about, uh, Draymond Green, cause he's a big, I guess he's a big New Orleans Pelicans fan and Draymond Green, who probably one of the most hated basketball players. Yeah. He right kicks now. people in the nuts. Yeah. He trash talks. He, uh, he's cheap. So good player though, but he's great. Cheap. Yeah. Really great player. Yeah, he is. He's really good. Um, he tweeted something. It was something about like, I hope. He gets shot when he leaves the stadium, which by citywide stats should be about thirty-seven percent. So I think if anything, it but was he has just, a thirty-seven percent chance of getting shot leaving the stadium in New Orleans. Yeah, that's ridiculously high. Come on, man, thirty-seven yeah, well, percent. I think that was like maybe part of the joke. I think okay. mainly he was just. Oh, he, oh this is part of his tweet. Yeah, he has a thirty-seven percent chance. Okay, oh, yeah. I thought you were saying, no, well, statistically no. speaking, I was like, that's first of all, no, that's crazy. Um, and like yeah, it's but not it's a, a tweet. I get it. Yeah, it's a he, tweet, and I can understand. Uh, he was like frustrated, and yeah, he he should have deleted it. But now people are like wanting to like end his comedy career, which like, I mean, I don't know him personally, but he's probably worked for like years and years and years to, you know, create. I know of him. I don't really know him um, personally. I think I've met him a couple times, but it's yes. This is so. This is what I'm talking about. This goes hand in hand with the book. Yeah, it's this mob mentality. This it's dog pile men, This is dog pile men, and I've I've fallen guilty of that. I've joined the because you know we've had in Chicago we've Chicago comedy. There have been multiple cases where these you know comedians that are very well known in the yeah. scene end up you know doing these awful you know uh, sexual assault type things. It's weird. You I don't want to cut you off there, but. It's. I, I was talking about this with someone. It used to always be sexual harassment or sexual assault. Yeah. Now there's the new term called sexual misconduct, and no. I think that's interesting. No, I hear a lot of, a lot of times in the press when you read about people like Lucy Case thing, they called it sexual misconduct because it wasn't. A, it was more than harassment, but it wasn't assault. Yeah. So you, is it assault if you're just? Yeah, it's it sexual abuse. Yeah. Anyway, it's just kind of weird that yeah. right now, not only are there scumbags out there, which of course there are, and there's you know there's horrible people like Harvey Weinstein, jail the rest of his life. You, you, you know? think you die for all I care? There are people. That, you know, there's new types where you're like, yeah. what did he do? 
he he, he sneaks into women's bedrooms and then and licks their toes and then just leaves. Yeah, it's like, what is? I don't know what to call that. And then you got to invent a new word for. It. Well, with all the shit that came down with the Weinstein effect, of course you're going to have to make up some new terms because hundreds and hundreds of cases being, uh, you know, found out about. Yeah, it's nuts. So, but, all right. So I and I, so I would I I searched him on I looked him on Twitter and then he posted a he posted a very well worded apology. It was something that went along the lines of like, "Hey, what I tweeted it was in frustration. I really don't." No, mean this any is your okay. You. This is in your Polk's thing. Yeah. Yes. Okay. And because uh, you were saying for a second that you've been part of the mob mentality thing, I've joined in, in the mob mentality. Yeah, jumping on where everyone yeah. else jumps on. Yeah, and it, I get it. It's easy. It's you see easy, a bunch of your friends doing something. You know. So one of the one of the people that uh, that we know, um, he had a book that came out about like a self help book or something. This came out. Uh-huh. Uh, probably months after his sexual assault case happened, and I sort of made a big Facebook. I made a Facebook post about it, and like a lot of people were chiming in on it. But that was sort of like a controlled dogpile mentality. That was like, that was on my Facebook only, which only my. But also, this is someone who did something bad, though. This yes. is a little different yeah. than someone just tweeting something. Like Draymond Green, uh, yeah, obviously it's 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 something. <sighs> you never want to tweet ill will, death on someone, and you sh- yeah. But again, these are just words. It'd be one thing if someone tweet if he said this is where Draymond Green's staying at the hotel. He's over here. Yeah, on the and well, people were calling it a death yeah, threat. Bad either way, it wasn't a death threat. He said he hopes he gets shot, not that he is going to shoot him. It's not a threat. It's not a threat when I'm going to say I hope you get punched in the face. No threats. I'm going to knock your fucking teeth out. That's true. You're right. That's good lawyering right there, Bobby. See, uh, why am I doing comedy? I should be. You uh, should be definitely. I should be uh, Joe a good Bob. Jewish lawyer. Poli- a Poli- shyster, right? I, I always call myself Jewish uh, uh, Polish Joe Pesci on stage. So you know my cousin. I can Vinny. see that. Damn, that's a fucking good comparison. Yeah, thanks. Yeah. All I right. got a whole new junk about Polish people. I'm going to tweet out a picture of you so everyone listening could go. Oh yeah, shit. Good call. Yeah. Um, so, but yeah, when it comes to the Twitter mob, like it was like literally like millions and millions of people, uh, you know, were, he had to delete his Twitter from this, huh? He had to delete his Twitter. And he from was verified, this. which is a big deal to get that blue I, check mark. Dude, oof. I would, Hey, Twitter, if you're listening to this, please verify me. I'm good I at this love shit. love to be verified. Yeah. I tried to get verified once. How do you get get verified? I don't know. You like send your case, you send an email. Someone was telling me like. I, I, there's some like well, we there's, have like, some friends, there's a have, Twitter handle where it's like at verified. We have friends. Them. We have friends that are verified, which is like you're verified. Okay, I mean that's cool, but like I thought at first you'd have a certain amount of followers, but there are people I have more followers than yeah. that are verified. And I'm kind of, um, how did that go down? Well, and and not not knocking him at all. Former roommate of mine he used to live here. Former Chicago comic, funny guy, Kevin White. He's verified on Twitter, and he's funny, but he's not like you know he's not like a Name that like everybody would know. He doesn't have. He he runs a very good show. Arguments, arguments and grievances. grievances. Yeah, it's a fun show. One and one. Uh, it's oh, a I'm debate like, show. Yeah, I'm like seven and two. Are you really? Damn, yeah, that's I'm, good, man. Yeah, I'm, I got fucked the second time though. I I, I beat David Bory, who's a really funny San Francisco comedian, doing the book versus the movie, and I did defend the book, which is oh, harder. I think I, I think I listened to that one. Yeah, that's so hard to do defending the book. We were tied, and then we went to this bonus thing. I didn't even know there was a bonus thing, and I ad-libbed my comeback, and that's what won it for me, I feel like. My first win was against uh, Jason. It was uh, Bigfoot the Creature versus Bigfoot the Monster Truck, because Jason's a big Bigfoot guy, the creature, Yeah. and I don't give a shit about Bigfoot the Monster Truck, but I was just like, fuck it, I'll write jokes about it. You got a battle. The... uh, I was hoping he was going to break the bat. Uh, My big line that got everybody to to, to win everyone over was I said that uh, something, something about like... Barack Obama's over in Syria jerking off kids. And I got the biggest laugh I've gotten 
at that time in comedy. See, so, that's an example of something you'd post. Barack Obama's jerking yeah. off kids. The other day I tweeted out, what was it? I, I got really drunk. I posted on Facebook, if you don't have autism, you're gay. Yes, that was the one I was going to use an example and for. I woke up the next day, like, blah, blah, like. How many people were upset about that one? I don't know. Dude, I got, like, 60 likes from it, though. And I woke up, I was like, why did, because, I mean, those are sort of amateur numbers, but, like, they're still impressive every once in a while. And I was like, why did it get this much heat? But I think it's because people know my, you know. Your personality. Right, pers- I, you yeah. are one of the few people who I still find enjoyable on Facebook because Facebook's become such a dog shit site. Mm-hmm. And um, I mean, there's some stuff that's okay with it. There's some decent features and, and whatnot. But so let's. All right, we're talking about the mom mentality right now. I'm trying to recap and, and put this oh. all together. Uh, no, hold on a sec. Uh, sorry. It's all right. <laughs> shut the fuck up, Bobby. No. Yo, yo. Bobby's a fun name to say shut the fuck up to. Yeah. Well, it's like. It's shut like, the fuck uh, up, Jason. Not as good. Shut no, the fuck up, Bobby. It's nice. uh, that. E at the end because uh, it's it's like the Lebowski. Yeah. Shut the fuck up, Donnie. Shut yeah, up, Bobby. Uh, shut the fuck up, Danny. Shut fuck, the fuck up, Donnie. Up. Shut the good. fuck up, Joey. It's a very good movie, The Big Lebowski. It's a good movie. Don't like the following that it has, though. I hate that whole like Lebowski fest people, the people that like dress up as the dude all the time. You hate the like the Star Wars people too. Like the Star Wars people, Fight Club. I'm trying to make sure you're consistent. There's Fight Club people. Oh, people who dress up for Fight Club not, and go watch no, showings. Not dress up as Fight Club, but they have this whole like. I have a brown leather jacket, like Brad they Pitt. Have I think a, this was red, actually. They have a. Uh, they have this whole like they they sort of cultivate their whole life around Fight Club. You know, like Tyler Durden, all controlled chaos. I used to do a joke though about how I, this is kind of a true thing. I was at a bar, I can't remember which bar. It might have been in, like in Logan Square, and someone said like, "Ugh, I hate it when these bros are always quoting the Big Lebowski." And I was getting my drinks, and then I, when I walked back, the, that dude was like quoting Charles Bukowski, and I'm like, "You, you guys are yeah. both unoriginal, yeah. all right? So shut the fuck you're up." You're just a more artistic unoriginal. Yeah, where I, I guess yeah. Yeah, you're just—it's a choice you're making. Exactly. Yeah. That dude's just like, "That's a good fucking movie, huh?" And talks about it. I, I, I get it when people get annoyed by stuff, but I also hate when. So I might I might be giving you a little shit here. I hate when someone likes like a band or a movie or whatever. And then that banner movie goes from being underground to being super popular, and all of a sudden they hate that band. The band didn't change. They oh, just got yeah. popular. Yeah. Well, with bands I can understand because uh, some bands, you know, they start out and it's just them, you know, having creative control over everything. But once they get super popular, you know, these record companies, uh, these executives, these studio people, they'll want to change it so they could so it could sell. As men, uh, like as many well, albums. Oh yeah, as possible. all right. That's a fair argument, but I definitely know that there are some bands where I'm like, I heard their fourth album, I heard their last three. They've stayed pretty original, oh, and consistent. Yeah. You just no longer like, like them what, because like, the fan base grew. Like which which bands come to? Um, I think the Black Keys have pretty much sounded the same throughout. Yeah, the Black Keys. I mean, I've never been crazy about. They had that one album. Uh, I remember. I, always, I like their earlier stuff a little bit better, but it was yeah. still. They haven't changed so far from that where you're like, oh, man. I think bands like Weezer, though. Weezer's has been, I like their early stuff and their later stuff. It's just like... Just put but is, that, is that the record company or is that just him I getting, think that's going just up his own them, ass? them, like they... Because they, they put out like like 15 fucking albums. And they've, only, they've been around for like 25 years. So I think it's just them, you know, sort of going stale, actually. Yeah, all right. Well, that's fair enough. But there are some... Then, then say that you don't like the band anymore because they're not good anymore. Because I know there are some people who are literally like... I used to like them, but then they got so big. And then I'm like, well, well shouldn't you be happy that they could pay their it, bills now? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. you just want them to be poor like you? That's, That's what rela- Relatable, you know? Yeah, I guess so. Um, all right, so back to your original thing. You made the post. I hope whoever stole my jacket gets raped. 
No, no, no. That's what you said, Bobby. No, okay. I screen capped it, man. No, been... I said whoever stole my jacket is a rapist. Mm, that's not what you said. Because, uh, dude, <laughs> I no, I know it's what he said. I was fucking okay. Gonna He's trying to gaslight. Uh, trying to gaslight you, man. Which uh, is, all, I only just found out what that means. Oh, same. A few I months learned ago. which. It. I think it means like you're lying. It means you're manipulating someone into believing it's their fault. Yeah. Well, that's what I've been told. There's a lot of stupid words right now. Being Catholic. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> welcome to being Catholic, Jason said. Uh, there are a lot of swear. I just found out what incel is. Oh, I've known what incel was for a while because I used to. I used to. Another thing I like to do on social. It's an Insta. involuntary celibate. It means so, they can't get laid, so they decided to put a word to him and be a prick. Yeah. I said, I, I decided, I, I had a tweet, and one person did get upset with my tweet, where I said, I, I had to look up what incel was, and I'm like, can we just call them what they are, uh, virgin geeks, you know, or whatever, which is kind of harmless, and one yeah. person said, there's nothing wrong with being a virgin, and there's nothing wrong with geekdom, and I responded back with, what the fuck is geekdom? <laughs> Explain to me what that is, okay? And I, t- I, I intentionally uh. chose not to say nerd, because everyone's taking the word nerd to be like, oh, it's a positive now, you know? Yeah. Well, they're trying to make every word. Every word well, that was like, you could be a nerd word. about a lot of stuff. Like, I, I have a friend you're who's a ba- obsessed you're a ba- with... You're a baseball nerd. I'm a total baseball nerd. I'm nerd a movie just means nerd. you're super into something. A geek, to me, means you're super uh, into something and annoying about it. Yeah, yeah you geek out about it. Geek. Yeah, you geek. geek. Yeah, like, like, even the word geek, you sound like a geek when you use the word geek, you know? Right? Yeah. And a dork is just you're a dipshit. And a dipshit is just you're a, you're yeah, a, I'm a dork. fucking... I'm a dork. I don't know better most of the cunt? time. I don't know. I couldn't think of... I couldn't, what make what dipshit translates dipshit. to dipshit by the way underrated oh you ever call someone a dipshit and mean it it's nice yeah, yeah. I, like, I like saying dipshit i like using douchebag douchebag's a fun one although that's one's gotten played yeah it had well i've been re-watching the uh sopranos or i was re-watching sopranos a few months ago and uh the way that chris moltisanti uses the word douchebag it's like okay so i want to use it douchebag douchebag right? yeah I think that whole East Coast accent really helps out with the word. Certain words, bag. yeah, they nail them big time. Well, same with Chicago. You know, the word like "jagoff" is the quintessential Chicago word. I would agree. I think my dad used to say "jamoke" a lot. Look at this jamoke. Yeah, jamoke's yeah. fun. Although jamoke sort of sounds like it could be a racial slur I know. against. I know. Like, I've thought about that. Like, but then get this: there was uh, a Curb episodes where I think he says "jamoke." Look at this jamoke. Jamo. Jamo- okay. Yeah. All right. Larry Davis not racist. Larry Davis not racist. My dad's not racist either, but certain words you just transcend. Well, yeah. Well, different generations. You well, know what I mean? Is, old, is your dad? Your dad's from He's Chicago. He's born and raised in Chicago. Yeah. North, He's never lived outside the city. North. Uh, well, born on the west side back when it was Irish and Italian and then okay, north yeah, side. Yeah. Grew up on the north side, though. Yeah. That's where my grandpa grew up. Uh, well, he grew up. He was born in Lithuania, but he grew up in uh, west side Chicago. He actually grew up in the same area that if you've seen the movie Casino, the guy that it's based off of, Sam Rothstein. Uh, they grew up in the same area. Oh, cool. And they were born, like, I think my dad is, my grandpa's, like, two years older than him. So, like, my grandpa could have, like... Could have gone bare down the desert. Yeah, maybe, yeah. With taking you know, a Louisville Pesci slugger to the head. And, uh, Frank Vincent, rest in peace. Uh, I hate that scene in that movie. Oh, that's one of the hardest scenes that's to watch. It's brutal. It's, well, that's a brutal movie. The, what is it, the... What's that thing where you turn it and it squeezes it? Oh, yeah, like a, a vice grip vice thing. Vice grip, yeah. yeah. I know, yeah, that's a hard one to watch. I still love that movie, though. No, it's a good movie, but sometimes you look at that world, and I'm just like, I couldn't be in that world because it's like, this, this guy, guy owes you 100 grand, you got to break his legs. I'm like, no, I don't. I don't yeah. have to break his legs. Or even like you're, be, or you're the one. Breaking someone's get- legs is actually tame compared to the shit that a lot of those dudes were doing, you know? Yeah. We gotta send a message. We're gonna kill his brother first in front of him, then kill him. Yeah, like, that, why? Um, why do that? Yeah, and why then they shoot him both him in the head? They bury him. Then they buried him alive. Like that's why. 
What are you? What's the message you're sending there? And all these are the same is, dudes. All those mobster dudes are the same dudes who were like Saint Christopher pray for me, like kissing medals and doing all this Catholic shit, sign to, of the cross. I'm like, what? Not to sound like uh, you know, Titan. No. Is your dog about to take a shit? No, I just don't want a three-legged dog that's going to get. Well, there's a lot of cords over there. You guys yeah. got to dog-proof this house a little bit, man. Well, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's what we're doing right now. I just because I love dogs and I don't want to hear your dog to get we hurt got him, again. We got, got him on Thursday. You can't fuck up another leg. We got him a few days ago, and if we wouldn't have gotten him on Thursday, we wouldn't have gotten him at all. So we're just being no, very careful yeah, right yeah. now. It's a sweet dog, and you guys are going to yeah. do a good job raising him. Um, I think a lot of not to sound like a like social justice warrior, you know, buzzword type person, but a lot of that mob stuff. I look at it, and a lot of it is this toxic masculinity. Bullshit, you know, where you always got to wow, be. I thought, gotta, I, was, I thought I had Bobby Buds on my podcast, hey, but apparently. Dude, I can be a little woke I got sometimes. Roberta I, Bud. Roberta, Roberta Butta. Butta. Uh, yeah. well, you can be a little woke. The toxic masculinity. I mean, I, yeah, I get what you're saying with that, but also, to me, when I see like killing people in the most insane way possible, to me, that's that's just psychopath shit. That's it like is, beyond yeah, it is on, yeah. femininity or masculinity or any yeah. kind of personality trait that's found in normal human beings. Uh, what is okay? I, I love testament. We were talking about a lot of buzzwords. Um, incels, one before uh, gaslighting, toxic masculinity. You hear a lot nowadays, which describes why men often are the ones that go on shooting rampages and stuff yeah, like well, that. I think that I do believe I do because why else? Why isn't no? Definitely, there's definitely yeah, there that one brought that uh, the. That did the YouTube headquarters thing, but that's other than there's that. Been, well, there's been two women this year, but they are bad shooters because there's only one or two died. Yeah. Um, I'm obviously joking around here, but the original there was that song I don't like Mondays. Was it written by Garfield? Was, I can't remember who was about it, but it was about a shooting. There was the, it was a school shooting in the early '80s or late '70s in England. Though it was in England, and oh, they really? asked her why'd you do it, and her response was I don't like Mondays. And that's where the song comes from. Are you serious? Yeah, whoever, I can't remember the name of the band, but they wrote the song, I Don't Like Mondays, based off of that story about the girl. That's like the, that's sort of, that reminds me of like the, uh, what was that movie, Milk? Harvey, Harvey uh, Milk, because that's like yeah. a Twinkie defense. Like the guy ate, the guy like shot Harvey Milk because he didn't have like enough blood sugar, so he needed a Twinkie, so they called it Twinkie. It's just a fucking ridiculous reason to yeah. kill. Totally. You know? I mean, well, at that point, lawyers are just reaching for anything. Yeah. I've said to a lot of people, I'm like, hey, man, sorry, I was a real prick last night. I got drunk and didn't eat beforehand. And the funny thing is, if you talk to the right people, you talk to people who also drink, and you say, hey, man, I, I, I didn't eat anything before I started drinking, they they forgive you immediately. Yeah, I made sure it I It's like, oh, shit, you didn't eat anything before? Oh, dude. Yeah, well, I made sure I... All's forgiven. Yeah, that, and that is where I fuck up the most when it comes... Because I... Man, I... I drink, gotta fuel up before you, I drink you know, on an empty stomach way fuel up too before much. You load up. Like I've drank on an empty stomach before I host like sh- my open mic shubas, and it'll sometimes just feed me alcohol there. And yeah, by like you know hour four, you know forty comics in, I'm, I've never seen you lose your temper. I'm not losing. Lose, I don't lose my temper, but I just get so drunk and like I just go on all these like rants in between. I just get too drunk to host an open mic. Yeah. But you yeah, I you get sidetracked like we have in this podcast about this one story I brought up forty yeah, minutes ago. Oh my ago. god, yeah, this is Jason. You're loving this shit because he's like the, he's Jason. Our folks uh, is off the side just looking at us like, are you guys ever going to get back to what happened? Let's let's hunker down. Okay, let's focus on what happened here. Okay, <laughs> we're going to try, yeah. and then we're going to go back. You've been hitting the PBRs harder than I have, which is great. Uh, I guess I have. Well, the listeners mean? always drink more than I because I'm checking, making sure the sound, and everything's recording yeah. here. I'm on three, year or four in. Okay. Um, 
I'm about to open my third. You just open your fourth. So, right. Anyway, I'll catch up to you, bud. It's not a race. It's anyway, it's like uh, comedy. So yeah, back. To, all right. Uh, I think we talked about the. We're, I, I think we hit the points about there's a weakness in mob mentality shit, and and then we talked about psychos in the actual mob or psychos who just do any kind of killing like we that in general. It's, but the actual it's mob. It's so weird is. that we didn't transition from mob mentality to mob movies. I know. It's like a herald, you know. Damn straight. So. You post it, and you're right. She was right to be upset. Very right. Here's yes. where my problem was. I will just I will lead this from where I'm coming from, and, and what annoyed me about it. And and if she happens to listen to this, I'll I'll tell her, hey, like I, I respect the things you do, but on this she particular, ain't gonna fucking listen to this. she's not gonna fucking listen to shit. Two um, straight white dudes talking about no, shit. Hell no. <laughs> uh, if you are, hey, what's up? What's up, Janice? Um, but I definitely didn't respect this move. But that's okay though. This is something I've tried to make a, put across to people before. I did a couple podcasts ago where I said I didn't like a certain thing a comic down stage, but I still like that comic overall. You could not like a few a thing or two and still like that person. Oh, exactly. Yeah. You know, we were, we were talking about music a second ago. I've got favorite bands. I'm like, that song sucks. Yeah. But like, you know, I still like the band a lot. Yeah. You know, things like that. Anyhow, uh, she went on the face the the same comedy scene group that you posted after hey, I deleted it. After you deleted, this is what gets me. So you posted this. She comments, and you two have a back and forth where you even admit in the back and forth. All right, I was wrong. I, I did. was pissed. I lost my jacket. I don't want to hear the show right now, but I'm sorry. But you did apologize to her. I, I apologize for her if I made a joke that offended. I mean, yeah. And I know that people always say it's like, oh, come on, you never apologize in comedy. It's like, ah, I'll apologize at this moment because I do admit. No, that's bullshit. You apologize if you feel that it's something worth apologizing for. And it, I mean, I, I don't think you apologize for a joke if it's a, like Michelle Wolf should not apologize for anything she no, said. No, now you what you if you but it's different though if you actually say something where you're like no I kind of feel sorry about that it's fine and I've talked about this with other people where it's like you have a joke that has an offensive word or two. Uh, I, I had a joke that had I, I'd said the word fag in it, you know, yeah. and then I, I later dropped the joke. Even though I had gay friends who liked the joke, I had one gay friend who said, I don't like the joke. And then he told me why and how his experience where when I hear that word, I think of getting my ass kicked or, and you know, yeah. whatever. And then I was like, well, shit, that's enough for me not to want to bring exactly, someone yeah. back to that. It's a comic yeah. show. I want people to have a good time. And then, and then someone's like, oh, so one person made you change your mind? I go, no, it's not just that. When I heard that story, it made it so I no longer found the word funny. So if I no longer find humor in it, I'm not going to do it anymore. Yeah. So if someone says you, you, you should never apologize. That's it's a case by case thing. Obviously, if that was a different scenario, you know what I mean? Where saying sorry for that post because it's like, look, sorry, I offended you. I get that that's a sensitive subject, and, and you know maybe I brought you back yeah. to a horrible time in your life. That's not what my intent was. So I apologize for my intent missing on that. You know, you know what I'm saying? I feel like I meant to hit some sort of yeah. point there. Well, no. Oh, I, I, I did apologize. I, I apologize. And that's fine. But anyway, I, you were saying initially people gave me shit for apologizing. Don't yeah, feel the no, need to. Yeah, no, no. If you, I mean, if you feel like you should apologize, I mean, you should never, you know, apologize over nothing. But like, if you really feel like you should You mean apologize. it, fucking apologize. If you don't mean yeah. it, then don't fucking apologize. And, well, so the next day, she wrote, she wrote two very long posts about it. She had yeah, one this post. is what I was getting to. She, yeah. This is what bothered me the most. You two had, you had your back and forth. You deleted it. It should have been over there. Mm-hmm. But instead, she made a post the next morning saying, why does Bobby Buds get away with his um, massage? That wasn't the first one, though. That wasn't the first one. She deleted it. Right, and then cool. and the admins, because the comedy scene, if you don't know how Facebook works, it is comedy scene Facebook groups, and there are... 
All right, Cubs got the lead. Chris Bryant, great, yeah, great base amazing. runner. Beautiful eyes. Uh, you know, there's these, there'll be these admins for these Facebook groups, and uh, the admins deleted it right away. Well, so what was the original post? Was it saying it was? I didn't because I didn't see that one. It was like a screenshot of it. It was like Chicago. Why do we? Why do we normalize Bobby Buds? Is problematic. Yes, uh, normalize Bobby Buds. Yeah, and she deleted that, and then she posted it again at like noon or something. Now, when she posted this, I was actually out at a movie. I, you know, I was like, okay, whatever. I'm going to go see a movie today. I saw, I forgot, it was the Last Flag Flying, the Richard Linklater movie, Brian Cranston, great movie. Cool, yeah. Uh, and I came back, and my phone wasn't like working at the time, or it was like it was, it was like dead. So I charged my phone, and I get on my laptop, and then all of a sudden on my phone, I just it just starts vibrating like crazy, and I get all these texts and Facebook messages coming in, too. just being like people being like, dude, I don't know what you did, but you fucked up big time. It was just like it's like you got called out, blah blah blah, or like. And then I see the post, and it's a third, it's the second time that she's tried to post it. And right away, when I, when I get when I look at it, it's like ten comments in, and all the comments on it are all my friends that are like defending me. But it's maybe like two of the people commenting were straight white men. The word, the rest of them were, you know, LGBT people that are in yes, the comedy Shannon scene. Shannon Noel. Shannon. Shannon was uh, very quick to defend Rachel me. Rachel McCartney, I believe. I, yeah. Rena was she on there, uh, or maybe, maybe not? Kristen Toomey. I don't know, but uh, I remember. Uh, but uh, yeah, it was all these, you know, it was all these people of these uh, marginalized groups. groups yeah, I guess. Totally. Yeah, uh, and they were coming into my defense, and I was like, "All right, nice." Now yeah, I know th- that th- that's not- what I love the most about it, and this is what I ended up hating about it, which is something I see a lot on social media. I think it is a, definitely a problem because I don't see the point other than I, I think the point. It's like, all right. Let me say what I. I'm sorry, this is very hard to word. This is what she did that pissed me off. Because when I first clicked on that, I saw Shannon's response and Rachel's and a few other people. And I said, oh, cool. They have Bobby's back. Great. And, and then it was a back and forth and back and forth. They were like, no, this is, we know what Bobby means by this. Bobby, he, he makes jokes that on the surface seem like he's being a dick. Mean-spirited. Mean-spirited, yes. but it's not. And, all that, and they're having your back and blah, blah, blah. And I thought that was great. Then Janice wrote, uh, women, you know, doing the whole fake dialogue thing yeah. that people do, which annoys me, yeah. where they'll be like, me, I said this, everyone else says this, me, I said this, Every, you know, so she'll say like, women said, you know, men stop, uh, you know, normalizing rape culture or something, uh, men, blah, 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 no one's fucking you, and then it's like women, this, and I, and I got mad because I'm like, you're generalizing women when half the people on this sticking up for Bobby are women. Are women, people you're, that identify as right? women or non-gender conforming. Yes, yes. You, had, you had a, you had a, a Basically, range on the everything spectrum, that's not right? Straight, everything that's not men. Yes. You know? But she made it seem like her as a woman was like, I'm a woman and all women think the way I think and all men think the way you think, and I'm like, no, that's bullshit. That is such bullshit because you you ignored by her doing that she was ignoring like you were saying she was ignoring people gender words. non-binary someone who's she a was, woman someone she who's, was woman's planning uh, yes you know right I can't and I I realized at that moment I'm like okay this was someone losing an argument and not knowing how to handle it yeah so instead was trying to make a bigger argument about the problems between men and women in general and also Janice no longer lives in Chicago too yeah and I think what happened was because uh, not to 
talk anymore. But she was a no, comic. We're not talking that shit. Didn't we're we're get, talking about an incident. She didn't. And when get someone's much, wrong in an incident, you could say, "Hey, you were wrong in this incident." She didn't get much instance. Uh, she didn't get much stage time when she was living in Chicago. Her comedy might have been for certain people, but um, you know, a lot of people weren't you know astounded by it. So she really didn't make a big. She wasn't that big of an impact in the scene, and I think she noticed that. And I thought that th- I think that she wanted this to be a way for people to like res- to gain like respect in the comedy scene of Chicago again. You know, we gain respect for her in the scene again. Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. I mean, and whatever her motive was, I don't think even really matters at this point. No. I just love that there's people like you who can still pull off. You know, writing stuff like if, uh, uh, what is what you say? You have um, autism, you're gay. Yeah, <laughs> stuff like that, which is just so ridiculous, so over the top that no way you could be serious. I don't. Yeah, I'm not. I, and I, I gotta learn how to. Make I couldn't the, make that post. If I made that post, I think based on the personality well, I have, very, you're not very goofy. You're not a goofy person at all. I think I have a silly side, but I'm not goofy. Yeah, you are. Yeah, you are. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I could get silly, but very in a in a way that's not. Yeah, like not. 70, you need to have a side like you, where you're like seventy percent of my Facebook posts are uh, ironic, satirical bullshit. Yes. But then what will happen is like some shit will happen in my life or something, and I'll actually make like a genuine post about something, and then people are like, "What? I thought you were. Are you kidding? Are you fucking around with us right now, or what's going on?" Um, uh, what are other like? How often, like you talk about Terry Schiavo a lot. Yeah. I'm on your Facebook page, and you have a Terry <laughs> Schiavo on your your cover. Uh, it's a good looking woman. Real quick, is Robert Bud Euler your Robert real Bud name? Euler is my real name. Yeah. Okay, that's funny because I was going to ask earlier, how'd you get a name like Bobby Buds? Yeah. And I'm an idiot that did. Well, Bobby Buds came because I used to stand up at, at open mics when I first started, 20 like 12 or whatever. I was. Yeah. Yeah. Or 2011. Yeah, I was. I found. You a, started when you were underage. I started when I was 20. I started in 2011, June of 2011. Yeah, I remember you hanging out at some bars with uh, Danny Callis and I. Yeah, me probably. and Danny would go to a bar, and Bobby Buds would tagging along, and I was cool with that. I remember yeah. dropping you off over by Irving and yeah, Western. Was, yeah. Uh, so uh, I would so I'd sign up as Robert Euler, but nobody could ever pronounce Euler. They pronounce it Euler, Hooler. So then I started going up as, and when they found out my last name was Euler, they do the same joke that everyone has been doing since seventh grade. They do Euler. Euler, like, like Bueller, Ferris, yeah, like Ferris Bueller's wow, Day, which I love Ferris Bueller's Day. Off, I love that like, movie too, but that's very lame. Thing yeah, that they're doing there. So then I started going up as Robert Bud, and then eventually, some of my earliest friends in Chicago comedy, uh, Kevin Hogan and Dan Friesen, just started calling me Bobby Buds as a nickname. So then it just sort of stick, and I've been, I've been Bobby Buds for like five years now. You like it, right? I you like it a lot. seem like a Bobby Buds. Right now, what you're wearing is what I see you wearing on stage. Yeah. You're wearing like a shirt that looks like it's from like the 70s. Yeah. And it's, it's what I'm uh, you're showing a lot of chest hair right now. Oh, I didn't even mean to do that. No, it's fine. I don't it's got any out. chest hair. Yeah, it is. It, you got some chest hair. It is very hot out. I walked around the neighborhood today. I'm We're, looking at your post right now. Sorry to mean to cut you off. Oh. If you don't have autism, you're, 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 uh, you totally fucked up. You clearly were drunk. Holy shit. <laughs> I can't even read it. It's so bad. If you don't have autism, you're, Y-O-U-R, are gay. You're are gay. You're a gay? That's a country, right? That's a country. Yeah, you're uh, gay. Anthony Bourdain went See, that's how highbrow your material is. You're throwing in South American geography. Yeah. 
in the middle of your jokes. Um, hey, guys, stop kink-shaming DJ Khalid. That's another one of your posts. Yeah, well, yeah, people did need to stop kink-shaming. Yeah, he doesn't you even want... You guys like to eat pussy. Leave him alone. Yeah, it's. It, I okay. mean, I think that's lame. it's lame of him, but I'm not going to fucking go online and like make like... 30 shitty jokes about it. I am not on an all-cuck lineup at the drop tonight at 8 p.m. Brandon Kiefer is not a cuck. He is a fucking poser event in the comments. Great uh, post. Yeah, great, great promo very post. Very funny post. Calling, people cucks. Calling, people, calling someone a cuck is very funny to do. It if you're is. being ironic about it. Last night after my set, one of the audience members recognized me from the bowling league I'm in. I have now pe- I have now peaked white trash. That's a serious. That's, that's, that's not an offensive post though. That was it's not. I'm trying to find one of the that. more offensive ones. The autism one could be offensive though. Uh, let's I know see. People, yeah, I, I one time posted. I one time posted. I got real drunk and I posted. Uh, if if you're in your 30s, you're fucking gay, and that got a hundred likes. Yeah, why not, man? Um, yeah, I haven't been posting much on. There we go. There we go. Dude, the cup. See the Cubs bullpen. Is it's been great this year. Yeah, they've been fantastic. They've left up no runs. I'm so used to the Cubs having having, like the shittiest bullpen in the league. It's crazy that people have tried to exile me from the Chicago comedy scene multiple times. That people get away with never wearing deodorant. Yes, that is true. There are some stinky motherfuckers. I was at. I was at. Like last Wednesday, I think it might be my roommate or something. Uh, I was at Cole's. Bar for the open mic the other day, man. Oh man, did it smell bad? And there were a couple. I'm not gonna. I don't go to Coles in the summer. When I, I haven't gone to Coles in a long time anyway. We got a kid. Well, I've been back for a year and I've yet to pop in there. And I'd like to because I really the like the owner. The only father that should be at Coles is Coleman Bryce. The yes, owner. the owner. He's a great dude. I like. Great I like talking to him. Great. If you got Northwest Side guy, and uh, there you go. Cubs win. Cubs win. Nice. Yeah, and so I, I I remember visiting one summer from L.A. and someone's like, we're gonna go to Coles, and I'm like. In July, I don't think so. Yeah. When I was living here, and I went, I, when I lived here, I went there every Wednesday. Yeah. And just about every Wednesday at least. And yeah, that's it's a hot, it's a hotter bar. It's a hot bar. And they, they don't and have those hipsters don't like to bathe. They they, they don't. What is that? Lot. What is hip about not bathing? Nothing. What is hip about not wearing deodorant? And then the women not shaving. <sighs> Dude, there look, there are some attractive hipster chicks. But then I think about how they all have big bushes, and it's like it's sad to me. Hey, I don't mind. I don't mind the bush. Mm, I don't I do. mind a little bit of bush. You know, I'm gonna upset some females who listen to this podcast. But I look. I don't mind. Obviously, some hair is nice, or it's fine. But you can't be wild down there. You can't be well, wild. Yeah, How am I supposed to? I mean, guys can't be wild were, down there too. If I were a single dude and I had to go down on a woman and she was just craziness, it would be very difficult to do my job. It'd be the same I'm thing. With in, the, you know what I mean? If I if, if I it's ever different go, though, because the dick doesn't have hair on the head of it. Yeah. If they ever get grossed out at how much pubic hair I have, you know what? I could understand. I mean, I, you don't you don't trim your pubes? You got you got uh, tidy them I up do, a little bit, man. I do, Especially with I do the hot now, weather yeah. coming. I was in a relationship though for a year and a half, or for like almost two years. While doing comedy? While doing comedy, yeah. Do I know her? Was she a comedian? Yeah. You want to say her name or no? It is Paula. Paula? I don't know Paula. Yeah. Uh, yeah, she was, was, I might have been gone. Yeah, it was, I think we, we were dating when you weren't really here, and she really doesn't do comedy anymore. Oh, that's fine. Uh, and then, like, right after, so that oh, was for, like Paula Poundstone. No, yeah, 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 yeah. She's, yeah, she's, she's the big suits. Yeah, yeah, was, yeah, but she doesn't comedy anymore, right? Yeah, and big shoulder pads. Yeah, that's. What do you think? Who do you think gave her those? Oh, it was me. Nice job, Robert. Uh, and right after, so I was in a re- relationship for almost two years, and then right after that, I got into a relationship, and there was this. I talk about it on stage as a twenty-one-year-old. That I used to date that has dreadlock that had has I don't know I haven't seen her dreadlock so I went basically almost two and a half years in a relationship 
And I was like, oh, yeah, I got to. I gotta fix real this quick. Up. If, you're, if you're dating someone who has dreadlocks, you don't have to maintain anything. You don't. Well, she was one that had a big bush, and she was. Oh, one that you'd big, imagine not, not a not a big bush, but it was like after you know. How crazy it would be to hook up with a woman who had dreadlocks? And it was all just and like it was just smooth as hell, and, and just she was like, also like a lawyer or something. Yeah, just know? everything else did not fit for some yeah. reason. From the hairline up, she's this free yeah, hairline, spirit. Yeah, and then she's from the hairline down, from everywhere down, she's Greg. You she's know? this female senator, you know. Yeah. She's Greg. <laughs> well, Dharma, I was making a Dharma. Oh, Dar- I didn't hear the Dharma reference. Yeah. Did Dharma have dreads? No, but she was like a hippie type bra, and then uh, Greg was, was like a you know a straight. He shooter. was a real square. That was the the whole. Was a, I've seen like three episodes of that show. Uh, I didn't and, watch much of that show. Yeah. I didn't really remember. Um, wait, did we cover everything about the? I don't. Well, that was I, the first. That was the. First, this is. See, he, no, this has happened to you a few times where people try to like get you kicked out of the scene. And want to just and because they I don't know what it is maybe I think people are on high alert where they want to be the first to call someone out on something we yeah. all blame Hannibal Burst for this no I'm kidding uh, I love Hannibal but you know he you called out Cosby well he wasn't I mean he called him but he wasn't the reason why Cosby no he got was, called no. out the, the reason why he got called out was the guy recording this yeah and, and no it, and Hannibal is the only people recording shit now because no. I was joking I love Hannibal was a buddy oh, yeah. of mine um but no but you, right people. Want to be the? F- it's everyone's become so generic in my mind. They think they're being original. I see people make posts all the time where I'm, or the posts will just say Donald Trump is terrible, and I'm like, that's that, that's your. You think that's oh, an original thought? That's that's the, one of the reasons why a lot of times online I, I'll make these ironic like. Sort of not necessarily pro-Trump things, but it's just like no, because it, it's it's interesting. You're not boring. That's what I like about I like comedians who aren't boring. Yeah. And right now, there's a lot of comedians who are getting very boring. I'm not saying they're not good joke writers. I'm not saying they're not going to go up there and kill on stage. But there's a lot of what they're doing to me that is boring as hell. Yeah, and yeah, Trump. Everybody, political comedy to me is is going to be dead for for a while now. Yeah, because well, Donald Trump is such a joke himself. There's there's no way to make Donald Trump the idea of Donald Trump being president. There's no way to make that any funnier than it actually is. You're right. Donald Trump won the president election after like like six months after he mocked a mentally handicapped. Yeah, person. he calls Sarah. Uh, Sarah, I'm sorry. Uh, he calls um, Elizabeth Warren. I was gonna call her Sarah Warren. I'm like that is not right. He calls Senator Elizabeth Warren from Massachusetts Pocahontas. That's like that's a dick move and it's, it's wrong, but see, it's hilarious. I hate I, I, I Donald Trump's like the you worst. can't tell me that's not funny. That's hilarious. It's so funny. Donald Trump didn't is, he call Canadian the, snow Mexicans once, or did I make that up? That might be made. I think maybe that I might, made that I up, that or might, someone else made that up. It, it could be real though. That's the point I'm making. And I remember watching Chris Rock's last special, and Ed, Ed Towns and I touched on this on the last podcast, which was very funny. You guys should check that out. Uh, about how I didn't like Directed Chris by, Rock's. Uh, Bo Burnham. Yeah, directed by Bob Burnham. He did a good job. I mean, it looked aesthetically guess, uh, looked great. Adam Sandler, he's going to have a new Netflix special, and I think part of it was directed by Paul Thomas Anderson. Really? Yeah. I don't get why a big name director would direct a comedy special. What are you he, doing? I think he directed part of it, and well, him and Adam Sandler are, good, are really good friends. Yeah, that's right. Say, you know, Punch Drunk Love and. And uh, Sandler was on the show I started in LA, Comedians You Should Know LA, recently. Oh, really? Uh, nothing yeah. longer. Yeah. This is going to so. be this is my crazy prediction for the next ten years. I think Adam Sandler in the next ten years is either going to be nominated or he's going to win an Oscar. Really? Acting. Yes. Well, he'll be into his fifties, and that's usually when comedic actors start yeah. to get a little more well, he serious. Was in, he had he had Punch Trunk. He love. could do serious stuff. Yeah, Punch Trunk Love, Punch Trunk Love, Rain Over Me, and he was and in the Mirrorwitz. People stories. forget the second half of Click was all drama. It was. Yeah. I remember, was, that's why I didn't like Click that much. I wanted to think I've seen a comedy, and I'm like, I that was not Click. a comedy. I love... What, okay, what's, your, what's your favorite Sandler movie? Oh, without a doubt, Happy Gilmore. 
fucking damn Happy it. Happy Gilmore, not only, that is his best comedy by far. No, I, think, I get in arguments with people over Happy Gilmore versus Billy Madison. Yeah, that is. No, I'm that, sorry. I think that's that's the, you know what? That's the comedy version. It depends which one you saw first. I saw Happy Gilmore first. So that's why I, I saw Billy Madison. But I, I, I identify with Happy Gilmore more. I, I played with, sports and lost my shit playing them. So I, I get it. I identified with. Uh, I identify with. Uh, I could with, see with you Billy being Madison because when I was a senior in high school, I had to take an all freshman biology class, and I felt because. You're 17 years old hanging out with a bunch of 14 year olds. That's a that, that's, that's a big just like being years. 30 and hanging out with six year olds. It's, totally, I get that's that. how it feels. Yeah. Also, um, I could totally see you being a guy in your mom's bathtub or your dad's bathtub and going shampoo, conditioner, and banging yeah. it together. Yeah. I my best friend is Norm McDonald. That's my favorite part. Whenever I get into that argument, that's a classic. I feel like argument amongst dudes. Uh, Happy Gilmore versus Billy Madison, I think which that is the is better movie. The Chicago comedy scenes, uh, White Sox Cubs. Well, his production like company I, is I, called I, Happy Madison, so even he knows those are my two yeah. staples of movies yeah. that made me into a star. I just think Happy Gilmore is is funnier, but also funnier in like a smarter way. Where yeah, so when I think of. Billy Madison, I like Billy Madison. So it's fine. It's a good movie. I just think of conditioner shampoo and he hits it like a dork. And I'm like, this is nothing compared to what you don't want breakfast. The Asian woman wearing the hockey jersey after she comes yeah, up after oh, he's yeah. singing that song into the intercom. That's hysterical because she comes up and you're like, oh, that's hilarious. And he goes back and chases the girlfriend. She says, you're a loser, Bill, uh, happy. And then he bangs her. That's funny. You yeah. Know what I mean, like, that's just, that's a little bit better. That's why I asked. I'm like, it depends when you saw that. What movie you saw first? Because I saw Billy Madison after Happy Gilmore. I saw Billy so, Madison when I was like eight. It was the first thing I saw with uh, with uh, Adam. And Sandler. you're a huge Adam Sandler fan. I'm a big Adam. I mean, this shit that he's made lately, of course, not that great. But like his, I stuff haven't even from- seen it. I haven't seen any of his movies since. I think Fifty First Dates was the last one I saw. I didn't mind Fifty First. I Dates. liked it. It was fine. It was good. I saw. What was the one I saw? You hated it, Jason. I don't think I could watch it now because it's kind of like, oh, this is so depressing. Okay, that's his main squeeze because that's. Oh, you don't like Wedding Singer? I love the Wedding Singer. Wedding Singer was good, yeah. I just, I don't know. Their chemistry just fucking makes me want to eat a bullet, man. Okay, well, Jason wants to kill himself over their chemistry between Drew Barrymore and Wedding Singer. Don't see, don't see blended, or else we're gonna have to call you know nine one one. Three. He's just done. Three. Just yeah, three. he did uh, the wedding singer, uh, the fifty first dates, and, and uh, blended. Uh, blended, which blended. I saw like twenty minutes of that. It was on TV. That's a piece of shit. Uh, oh, that's my boy with Adam Sandler. That movie is fucking hilarious. Uh, him and uh, Andy Sandberg. Andy, Andy Sandberg, and it's Sandberg, very, it's very offensive. It's rated R, so they can just do make whatever jokes that they want. There's like some like crazy weird like incest jokes in it and like Is he a tough guy in it? Because I realize this about Adam Sandler. Adam Sandler's good when he's a tough guy. Yeah. I like him as a tough guy. He's dude. a tough guy in Happy Gilmore, he's a tough guy in Billy Madison. He's tough in Big Daddy. Tough and he's tough in tough boy. What's that? Water, uh, water, water boy, he's kind of tough, but half, but he's like dumb, and I don't get it. But it's still a fun I movie. Love the water I love Waterboy. Um, uh, Mr. Winkler. Deeds, I like Mr. Deeds. I love Mr. Deeds. Mr. Deeds uh, was a good, good-hearted movie, and he's tough in that. He beats yeah. the shit of that dude. Yeah, uh, I saw that movie at a drive-in movie theater in like 2002 because there was like still like eight drive-in movies. I want to go to one, dude. I passed one. I did a shot in St. Charles last Friday or two Fridays ago. That's probably where I saw and it. And went right past it there. I forget yeah, what it's like. North saw, Avenue or something. I don't I even remember. Maine or some shit. Mr. Deeds and Legally Blonde was also playing there. And my, me and my older brother went to see Mr. Deeds and my younger brother wanted to see 
Legally Blonde, which Legally Blonde, really good movie. I think it's no, it is. Funny. It's solid. But like recall. when you're you know ten years old and your brother wants to see Legally Blonde, it's like yeah, we're gonna fucking you know give him shit for that over a Adam Sandler movie. No, there are some movies that looking back, I'm like I had to be like a tough dude. You're talking about toxic masculinity, but later I'm like that was a good flick. I like that oh movie. Mean Girls. Mean Girls is awesome. Mean Girls is I think Mean Girls Pitch Perfect. You ever see Pitch Perfect? Pitch Perfect's great. Great movie. The, the Heat, Heat with, with uh, uh, Melissa McCarthy and Sandra Bullock is a fantastic sorry. flick too. Melissa McCarthy is so. She's such a great comedic actress. She's Her, like, very timing funny. is amazing, but she takes some of these dog shit movies. Did you see Spy? Spy was great. Spy was really good. Spy. W- I didn't like the one where she's the rich woman who's helping the kids sell cookies. Yeah, yeah. the boss. The, the boss, boss didn't do it for me. Tammy. I didn't see Tammy. Was Tammy bad? Tammy's bad. Oh, Identity Thief or whatever with her and Jason I, I Bateman. I like Identity Thief. Really? I thought I, maybe I, I don't when think I saw the whole thing, Jason, but it was fine. When she would punch Jason Bateman in the throat. Maybe I didn't like away. Jason Bateman, and that's surprising because I'm a big Jason Bateman fan. I saw a movie with Jason Bateman, which was like a serious, like psychological thriller movie called The Gift. Uh, and was there where a dude keeps showing up at his place yeah. in his past? I remember seeing a. And it, well, I have some movie where every time I watch really the movie, fun. they show commercials for that. Or the movie has a that. really fucked up twist to it, but it was still pretty good. Okay. Yeah, but Jason Bateman, great. I'm know? a big fan, but I'm trying to think of another Melissa McCarthy movie that I wasn't. No, Spy I thought was fun. Um, I like Ghostbusters I like, was all right. I, I do I, not understand. I think maybe when I left Ghostbusters, thinking that was pretty good because I didn't want to be the guy that hated Ghostbusters. Well, yeah, it was all female Ghostbusters. That's, we, that, that's an insult right there. That's an insult. Yeah, that's that, another problem with society though, where I couldn't be honest about Ghostbusters. I remember talking about it with a couple of my comedian friends, and they're like, "Oh yeah, I didn't think it was that good," and I'm like. I thought it was pretty good, and then they're like, "Really? You thought you thought this and this?" And I'm like, as they're explaining it, and I don't let people's opinions wait, you know, to have any sort of weight on my own. But as they were saying stuff, I'm like, "Shit, you're right. That did suck." And then we all kind of looked at each other, going, "We're gonna keep this to ourselves, what's right?" A, like, what's the movie that you liked initially, but looking back, and it sucked? Um, damn, that's a good question. I gotta really dig on that one. Yeah, that's it's a movie that I liked initially, then later realized, "Oh, this movie sucks." Uh I mean, I have, I have movies from my childhood. Like, I loved Major League Two when I was a kid. Major League Two fucking sucks. Well, I said, you mentioned Rookie of the Year earlier. I bought yeah. Rookie of the Year recently. and you got into it on the thing. Yeah. Rookie of the Year does not hold on, It man. probably, it probably doesn't. But, it's, you know, it's got John Candy and uh, Daniel Stern is yeah. uh, very, very, very funny. It has its moments, and you realize that this is like a rated G movie for kids. In the yeah, it was 90s, PG. Yeah. Uh, or PG or whatever the hell it was. Oh, yeah. Uh, Spaceballs really doesn't hold up. No. No. I watched Airplane not that long ago. That movie definitely holds up to me. What? Airplane? That holds up. I saw Airplane for the first time. That's Mel Brooks, right? No, no Airplane's that's not. Sucker that's Sucker. Brothers. Yeah, yeah, you're right. I watched Airplane for the first I never saw it as a kid. I saw it like maybe like two years ago. I did a. It was another pod. It was a podcast that Zach Peterson runs, uh, getting around to it. Great podcast. Listen to it. But listen to this one first. No, it's uh, fine. Then, you can plug other people's podcasts. Yeah. I don't care. OPP, other people's podcasts. Oh, Rising uh, Tide Lives All Boats, baby. Plug them all. Yeah. Uh, and you guys heard Joe Rogan? Real good. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Come Town. Uh, it's my favorite podcast. Uh, so we watched Airplane. I never seen it for the. I've never seen it before, and I saw it and wasn't crazy about it, man. Really? Yeah. I think if you don't see it when you're a kid, because also that genre has been done so much. You know, we have the the whole satire genre has been done. It's done at least like three times a year. I feel like you know you got. Yeah, I guess some things. I, I thought you would say the other th- way around that you really dug it, but some things though you do have to catch at the right time. I remember someone saying they didn't get they didn't like Seinfeld. They thought Seinfeld was overrated, and 
someone said, well, when did you watch it? And then they said, oh, I just started getting into it recently. I just started watching recently. And I was like, well, yeah, because you have to understand everyone's copied Seinfeld since in a sense. Seinfeld at the time was so different, oh, so yeah. groundbreaking. It was a show literally about nothing and about it really wasn't nothing. It was about the day-to-day bullshit that people deal with. They had an episode where they had... They waited for a Chinese table or yeah. a Chinese restaurant. They that, waited that for a table. That episode wasn't going to work, and it's like probably their best or most popular episode. It's super funny. And then they had episodes where um, the parking lot, well, the parking was, lot one, yeah, the parking garage one is yeah. great. The, the parking episode, lot one's great. That was the too. first episode I ever saw was the parking garage one. That was one of the first. No, the first one I remember watching as a kid. Granted, I'm older than you. Was I think in season two, or which is probably the, you were born, 1990, uh, the busboy one. When George oh, gets the bus boy in trouble yeah, and the yeah, whole thing. Yeah. Because I remember watching it because George knocks on the door and then the knock is so weak, Kramer's like, come on. And then he knocks way harder. And then a couple of days later, I was going to, me and my buddy, Michael Pecco, we're, <laughs> we're walking to, we're going over to a friend's house and, you know, we'd knock on the door and um, I knocked and he looked at me that was weak and then knocked even harder and they're like hey did you see that show because yeah I watched that what's oh, it called really? and we didn't know but we both watched oh, it oh so this was when you were a kid yeah so I you was were like six or so something, I seven. drove I was like seven probably I um maybe because maybe it came out maybe I watched a rerun of it but I think we were young yeah I I dude I drove through my old neighborhood on the way over here off of Milwaukee Avenue I decided I'm gonna take the scenic route and this whole thing where I kind of got a little fucking sad about it essentially. Where I was looking around, I'm like, oh, like this place and that place. And damn, like, I used to have so much fun running around this neighborhood getting into mischief. And we did. We used to go to, so the Sears is closing. There's a Sears at Six yeah, Corners the six in corners, Chicago. Yeah, the, 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 the real, you're, that's, I've never seen someone more passionate about uh, something so small that when, than you are when it comes to calling Wicker Park Six Corners and not. But All right, for those of you there. who don't, yeah, for those of you who don't live in Chicago, I'll equate it to this. I was born and raised in the city until I was 29, then moved to LA for a few years, moved back last year. And imagine the city you grew up in or the town you grew up in or whatever, and then you get an influx of people who aren't from your city or town, and then they just start renaming things. And you're like, well, actually, that's not where that is. And they yeah. go, oh, well, yeah. And it's like, no, you're, you don't know. And then you realize that a lot of it is just them wanting to be a Chicagoan and being wrong. Instead of admitting they're wrong, they, they just double down on their wrongness. Yeah. And I realize that's a Chicago thing. Because when I lived in L.A., nobody was trying to out L.A. each other. Because nobody's from L.A. But there are people from L.A. There are people born there and stuff like that. I get it. They get, they get such an influx of people. There's so, and they there's do. so but many people. They Same do, but so does Chicago, New I th- I so like- New York has parts that are, were born and raised well, New Yorkers. Yeah. I get that, but I, I was going to get to a bigger point about how there's something about Chicago where people want to become a Chicagoan so badly. Because right now, I'm strictly talking about transplants. Yeah. Think about every time there's an election. I remember when there was an election when Rom first got elected, seeing all these posts on social media, Facebook, and maybe Twitter. I don't know if Twitter was as big at the time. Of people saying, don't vote for Rom, don't this and all this. I'm like, you moved here 18 months ago. Why do you even give a shit who's going to be mayor? Or in 2008... I think it's good whenever people get passionate about it, though, man. Ah, you're being fucking nice because you know people are listening, dude. Come on, man. It doesn't annoy you about how there's such a... There's some... There's a phoniness to... I don't know. Maybe it's not a phoniness. Maybe it's a... An ode to Chicago. Maybe that tells you how if great Chicago fo- if is. Phon- where- if their phoniness is ha- is having people not vote for someone like Rahm Emanuel, I'll let it slide. That's fine, but Rahm is just one example. I'll give you another one. 
in 2008 when Chicago was up for the Olympics. They were like one of the five cities. Oh, people cities. Put, were pushing for the Olympics. And, and these were people who didn't want the Olympics in Chicago. I didn't want the Olympics in Chicago. I wanted them. I didn't, man. Why didn't you want them? Uh, just so many, too many people would be... I wouldn't, I wouldn't want to live here when the Olympics were going on. It's a prime... Okay, not to sound cynical, prime time for a fucking terrorist attack. Um, okay. All right, uh, fair enough, but like, uh, and I, I don't Olympics, know. If you look at if you look at Olympics, if you look at if you look at if you look at the history of the cities that host the Olympics, they fucking bankrupt. That's those not even cities. true. That's it's not. not? It's, nah, it's more of a recent thing. There was a. I, I well, remember. Then, I remember at that re, time. It was gonna be in re, at that time, Olympics. I posted a thing where, other than like one or two cities, every city had an economic boom, and I thought Chicago needed it because Chicago was in a standstill infrastructure spending-wise at the time where we weren't adding anything new, and Chicago still isn't adding anything new. It's been sad to me when I go to cities like... Well, they're building the new... Um, oh, what are we build, building? A fucking Bean Part 2? No, we're building that. It's going to be like the second tallest residential building in Chicago. Well, that's something cool, but... Gene, I, Gene Gang's constructing it. We have that new DePaul uh, Center downtown. That, fine, but none center. of that. I don't. By the way, I don't even think we need more buildings for people to live in. There's yeah, enough buildings for people yeah. to live in. Right. So Part of the housing market crash that no one ever talks about was that there was two, there was the supply and demand didn't match up. I remember right before that whole collapse of oh seven, oh eight, oh nine, oh eight, yeah. But I saw it in oh seven because I was working as a, as I was working in, in subprime mortgages. Actually, I was working for a place called Novastar Mortgage where we were like one of the like rank number three on LendingTree.com or some shit. To rip people off, basically. Uh, they put it nicer, though. And yeah, you don't I, uh, work for them no more? No, fuck that place. I hated working there. I hated working in a cubicle um, corporate bullshit. I only worked there for about two months right before the whole crash went was that down. Your, was that your least favorite job you've ever had? Um, no, because my best friend got me the job, and we would carpool together and then you know go on lunch together, and he was hilarious. Oh, that, okay, that's fine. What is that on the can of beer? Uh, leaf. Oh, Some the leaf. Green. Okay. It looked like a dead fly. I'm like, that's where'd fucking you, where, gross. Where'd you get? Where'd you get this from? Which liquor store down Milwaukee near the Congress Theater? Uh, oh, the grocery store. It's a grocery store. It's like a deli oh, inside. Oh, yeah, too. yeah, yeah. The great shout out, shout out to that place. Yeah, yeah. They do produce there, so it's you know, it's where I get my deli meat from. It's where I get my crocus Polish ham from. There you go. Yeah. So anyway, my point was that like with, I just didn't like that there were people who were living who. I'd see going. I hope we don't get the Olympics. I'm like, you moved here eight months ago. Okay. And you're not going to be living here in 2016. Yeah. And then I remember doing a show. Sorry, I'm going to keep going with this shit because it no. really irks me. I remember doing a show at the Hungry Brain, and Ooh. there was some group of people who were known for like their political type stuff. I forget the name of the fucking accounts of Homeland Security. I think there was some improv sketch group. I don't know if you remember. I think that's what they were called. Uh, and they were doing a whole thing about how terrible the public schools were in Chicago. And I went up after because it was like a, a mix show. It was like a variety show. Those are always fun. And I said, hey, make noise if you actually went to a Chicago public school. And, and nobody cheered. And I yeah. go, well, guess what? I went to a Chicago public grade school. <clears throat> and you guys are fucking, you don't know what the fuck you're yeah. talking about. Yeah. And I bombed because I, I even though I was 100% in the right, I went against their fucking world view. You were being. You know, I was being aggressive. You're being, yeah, you're being, it's, it's like the class, <sighs> to bring it back to the Big Lebowski, it's not that you're wrong. It might be an asshole thing to do. You were yeah. being an asshole. You're you weren't wrong, a, though. I don't even think I was being an asshole. I think I was trying to just open their eyes to something. I think what they were doing was cheap. And that's yeah. what I see. And this goes right back to what we were start talking about before with political comedy in today's climate. It's easy and it's cheap. I don't I, not even cheap because no, fuck cheap. No joke about, it's easy, No though. joke about Donald Trump can be funnier than what he's doing right exactly. now. Exactly. But also, if you're going to just be like, Donald Trump is terrible for the likes... 
fuck you. Yeah. There are too many people who post obvious shit for the likes. Yeah. And that's why I like about you on social media because you're not posting an obvious thing. Mm-mm. You know? And if you ever do, I'm going to call you on it. All right. right? I'm um, post Trump is bad tomorrow. See if you see if you hold up. I will. I will. I'll write. I'll, I'll be like, how about the fucking tax cut though, yeah. or some shit, which I don't even think I benefited from. If I you want to get, if you want to get cheap likes on return. Facebook, all you have to do, you have to adopt a three-legged dog. And then just post really cute pictures. I'm gonna bring my son over, who's one, and we'll put see them who next can get to each more other. Likes, you can no, get... we'll put them next to each other, and it'll break the internet. Oh my, yeah. Fuck, fuck Kim Kardashian's yeah, Kim, ass. Yeah. It'll break it. I didn't even like Kim Kardashian's ass that much in that picture. It looked rubbery. It looked, it looked it a rubber com- butt. Comically big. Comically big. You know? Yeah. I'm yeah. all for look. I like a big butt, but you gotta. It's gotta be That's... firm. Yeah. You can have some like it's gotta. Yeah. I want some. You like put too much like oil on it or something. Yeah, it like it wasn't real. Looked like it wasn't real. Like I was, yeah, some like hentai shit or whatever. Didn't it look even to me. I don't yeah. know. Sometimes it, it is comically big. Yeah, there are these Instagram models that I'll see people like in their photos. So the stuff will pop up, you know, where I'm like, all right, that's that's a too cartoon much. ass too right much. there. Yeah. What are you doing? And then I heard butt, butt implants is becoming a very popular thing. Oh, probably. I mean, titty implants were big in the nineties. So, so like, now yeah. we're just moving to the next thing. I mean, it's dude. This is the decade of the ass. If dick know? implants becomes a thing, you think that'll be huge too? Probably, right? Maybe, Literally huge. No, <laughs> ma- because dicks are never meant to be like shown off. They're always meant. We're to- not far from that, though. Maybe. Come on, we're not far from that. Yeah. Suits are getting tighter. Pants are getting tighter. Yeah. But the bolt. I mean, like a. Big ass is so huge. A big dick, it's not that big. It's not that noticeable. No, but if you could, if some, if you say it becomes a new surgery where you could get your dick nine inches limp, twelve inches hard, which is fucking insane, obviously. Yeah. I mean, nine inches limp would scare the shit out of a lot of women. Be like, what the fuck is that? You know? Yeah. Uh, you don't think dudes would start lining up for that surgery? I would. Now they'd be discreet. Everyone would be discreet about yeah. it, though. Oh, I thought about this. You go in with like a trench coat and have it like you know above your face, and so no one could see that you're going in there. Well, hair plugs are uh, is a growing industry. I would never do hair plugs. I'm. I got a receding hair. It's it's fading back a little bit. I would never do hair plugs. I feel Why? like I could. Because you think it's dishonest. I think it's dishonest, and I feel like. But uh, does that mean you're against women who get breast implants? Um, no. Let me ask you this. Steroids in baseball, you for it? Sure, yeah. Joke joke stealing, you for it? Joke stealing? No. To me, it's kind of the same thing in a way. You're cheating the system. No, you're, no. joke stealing is just you're, you're just taking somebody, what somebody worked for, you worked some, something that they worked for, and you took it. With steroids, you still have to that learn how to hit a worked, baseball. That you pitcher might have worked his ass off, and you're going out there all jacked up, and you could see clear. You're you're hyped, you know. They're strong similar. As fuck, I would home no, runs. In that way, they are similar, but they're not the exact same thing. I know, but I was just always curious because I know a lot of comedians are like fuck. Let them take steroids. It's entertainment, and I'm thinking, you know, the average person, you just well, spilled all. I over spilled your all of my. Well, went right down the that, that chest hair you got shown off there. Eh, whatever. That was a classic. By the way, I do that a lot. Yeah. Every beer, or so you. So because I'm well, cause like, excited. I I had you sip like, the I had beer. Like this and you know. Let me do a little play by play for everybody listening. Bobby went to take a sip of his Pabst Blue Ribbon because I only buy the finest beer. And missed his face, and it went totally right down. All down, and all down. Now I look like I've been sweating doing this podcast. You know, my back is killing me from the way I'm leaning. I also worked is out. That, uh, is that an Oasis off. shirt? It is, man. It oh, says nice. uh, it's from the song Supersonic. Supersonic. I'm feeling supersonic. Give me gin and tonic. Hey, hell yeah, dude. I like it, man. Uh, I th- 
Every now and then I meet people who hate Oasis. I'm just like, what's the hate about? I don't know. Well, what's recently the they did that. Uh, our friends do that podcast, New York Stand by Your Band. Yeah, and guess what? I listened uh, the first 20 minutes, and I thought it was kind of. And I love those dudes, but I wasn't into their podcast for that particular band. Only for Oasis. Can well, I tell you, you why? Know, I didn't listen to the whole thing. Maybe I got to go back and listen to the whole thing. I don't understand. The two guests didn't seem like they were even fans of the band. Oh, really? Well, for those They're, of you who don't know the podcast, it's a podcast where these two very funny comedians. Yeah, Stand by Your Band. It's called uh, Tom Takar, formerly Tom Brady. Uh, and Tommy <laughs> McNamara, formerly Tommy Mac, uh, they go on, and each week they have a different guest on the defense, a certain band that you know people usually shit on, you know, like Nickelback or. Which that uh, meant when the, when they first started the podcast, they had people who were like, "If you like Nickelback, come up, b- back, come and stand, stick up for them." Or sometimes they had people who were just didn't even like the band that much, but would stick up for them. Yeah. But actually stick up for them, they had like Smash Mouth and shit. Where I'm like, all right, yeah. I get that. So when I hear Oasis, I'm like, who, who shits who on Oasis? Oasis? Yeah, who does not like Oasis? The I fuck is there not to like? I can understand. Yeah, there's, there's some of their stuff is a little like derivative of. It sounds just like the Beatles. I get like that, team. but I also get that you get annoyed by the guy who picks up an acoustic guitar at a party and plays, plays Wonderwall. Wonderwall. Yeah, I get that. That's annoying too. Sure, I know. Come as you are. Parties, man. I was never at those parties, though. I don't remember too many people I, playing Wonderwall I, parties. I, I, I've been there. I knew too many uh, people trying to play like freaking. Did you go to, did you go to a lot of Songbird by the did, or not Songbird? To, uh, Blackbird by the Paul McCartney. Oh, oh, Blackbird. Yeah, yeah. yeah Black fuck that. Did, did you go to college? Where did you go to college? Did you go to college in the city? Or did you go to an actual went, college? Uh, no, I was in the city. I was at Wright College um, for a little bit. Oh, you were Wright College. Yeah, I'm here, dude. I partied uh, all over, man. I think it was a big thing in like these like college town college parties. You know, these college campus college parties. Um. But yeah, we were talking about, okay, we were talking about ways. Yeah. Oh, I want to go on that podcast. I want to defend, because it's not a band that I necessarily enjoy all the time, but I feel like I could defend uh, Insane Clown Posse. Really? Yeah. I knew a lot of people. You were afraid of fucking clowns. It was the first thing you brought yeah, up they, on the show. Yeah. It's, I don't know. Too they're not like dressed up like normal clowns. They're dressed up like, in, it's, it's like mimes more. They're dressed up as mimes more. So you're more, cool so. mimes, but clown clowns. So yeah. when you watched Bozo as a child, you were like, fuck Never that liked guy. Never like Bozo. Uh, it, I still won't see the. Well, new it's it. supposed to scare you. Yeah. But Besides Bozo the clown, who's a famous clown? Uh, Donald Trump. Oh, uh, there you go. <laughs> give me likes. Uh, totally, man. Fucking no, media, uh, I don't know. Uh, well, real quick, though, we got to get back on message here, man. Um, oh, by the way, I was right about that. There were people who were anti-Chicago getting the Olympics. I said to I commented a couple of them. Oh, like, they, didn't, just, they didn't. You just moved here, and you're not going to be living here by 2016. And guess what? They weren't living here by 2016. So yeah. the, the traffic issue you worried about didn't even matter to them. But I definitely think there's something about Chicago. Because, again, you're right. L.A. is a transplant city, but all the people who transplanted to L.A., none of them went around feeling like, I'm a, an Angelino now, and I love L.A., and I'm here. And they do like L.A., but they never. there's something about Chicago. Maybe it's surviving the tough winners. Maybe they see real Chicagoans and think, ah, I like their attitude. I like the way they're going very about working, it. Very working class. They want to simulate, class. man. Yeah. Uh, hard workers, you know. Which isn't even as true anymore. It's not that... Kind of a myth about Chicago being this big blue collar. It was, it still is, yeah. But it's not, I mean, yeah. That, the pendulum has shifted the other way. Now, now the new blue collar, instead of you know, uh, instead of working in a factory, it's you know you're cleaning out you know kegs at a dive bar. You know, I guess that'd be the still is tough work, sure. but it's you know not you know it's no you know slaughterhouse. But I brought up the Six Corners Sears closing soon, and how when I drove through my old neighborhood on the way here. I got nostalgic about some stuff because I started thinking about, you know, we're talking about the Seinfeld thing about how me and my friend knew it. And I, I look back and I'm like, damn, when I was a kid, because you know what it was? I saw this white trash girl crossing the street as I was going down Milwaukee. And it made me flash back to, I, I, if I were her age, I would have known her and we would have been friends. Oh, yeah. Because I had that, there was like that divide where I had friends like that. But I remember my parents always being like, stay away from those fucking kids. 
they yep. kind of were like, you know, we're a little bit of a more classier side yep. of Portage well, Park. But where, where I grew up, uh, Irving and Western North Center, uh, before the 90s, even when I was first living there, it was very white trash. Yeah. Roscoe Village used to be very white trash. Yeah, I remember that. And then in the uh, early 90s, it was starting to change. But I remember there were a couple people that lived on my block. There was a, there was a family that lived all the way at the end of the last house on the block. My mom was like, yeah, don't. Don't go over there because like they smoke cigarettes. No, in their I house had or that. Something. Like I would, I would beg to sleep over at a friend's house. I remember sleeping over at my one friend's house. This is this is a good story actually. I had a friend. I'm obviously not going to name him. Um, dude, I just not looking back felt sorry. We'll for call him, him Janice. We'll call him. Uh, we'll call him uh, Janice. Yeah, sure. Janice two point oh. And uh, so Janice two point His parents f- were awful. They were. They were awful. Look at, at the time, I remember thinking, oh, this is so cool because they let us drink. I remember going over there once, and his dad, who was never married to his mom, but his dad, bought us King Cobra 40s. How old were you? Sixth grade. What I the fuck? Maybe, maybe fu- seventh grade, maybe seventh Are grade. Are you fucking serious? Dude, I am the 100% idea of drinking serious. never even passed my mind when I was in seventh grade. No, for sure. Listen, though, here's the curse of having uh, a, a last name like Kilgallen and now doing a podcast like Kilgallen's Pub. Now a little, another piece to the puzzle for everyone listening. I, people were just assumed, oh, you must love drinking. You're Irish. Yeah. So I kind of had, the, and then I went to St. Patrick High School. So I went from my Chicago public grade school to an all-guys Catholic high school. Oh, boy. We were the St. Patrick Shamrock. So I was kind of like, look at you with your red hair and your blue eyes. You must love pounding the booze. And so I kind of was pushed into they this They forced you in this lifestyle. It was. I really was. I couldn't be, I couldn't have that name and then just be like, oh, no, I don't like drinking. Because why okay. I, I didn't. I, I assumed I liked drinking because I came from a culture of where that's, you drink. People yeah. drink, you know. It's a Chicago thing and it's an Irish thing. Yeah. Drink, both of those things. So put them together, it's a combination. And, yeah, he got us 40s. Remember the time going, oh, this is so cool. Look at us. We're getting drunk during the day. It was during the day we got drunk, dude. And then I looked back and he remember he missed like 45 days of school in eighth grade and they almost didn't let him graduate. He, and you know how he missed most of his? Just didn't feel like going. His parents went fine. And it, it gets even crazier. So I remember sleeping over there, and I'd like to sleep over there because they'd, his mom didn't give a shit. We'd run the streets. You know, sometimes the cops would come. You know, we were getting picked up for curfew, so we'd have tied and all that. Oh, like, that was you know. the be- dude. The best was running away from the cops when it would be like one a.m. You were like fifteen or something, run away from the cops trying to ditch curfew, and late. we would just like run through. It's basically a race gangways. to get home against the cops, yeah, yeah, gangways or alleys. That was the best, man. I was a lot of fun. Well, that was the, I was having that nostalgia of going through Porch Park, where even before I started hanging out with this dude, I had another group of friends. We'd go to Fantasy Costumes, which is like a famous costume place mm-hmm. in Chicago. We'd end up getting kicked out of there for fucking with the masks and costumes. Then we'd go to the Sears, the Sears that's closing, and and play hiding and seek. We'd have a big. It was like four or five of us play a big game of hiding and seek, and it was oh catch one, catch all. So yeah. if you caught someone, that person would have to you find. And we'd play until the last person was found. And this was four floors. This was a big ass Sears. Yeah, six corners. So my whole childhood was running around Irving, Milwaukee, and Cicero. And I remember looking back, going like, you wouldn't see that nowadays. They didn't let eleven year olds. They wouldn't let a group of five eleven year olds running around a major intersection like that on their no. own, no. running around stores causing havoc. And we would cause after we get kicked out of Sears. Do you remember my favorite time? I was the last one to get found. Four of them were coming up the one escalator, and the escalators crossed, where you could look and see the people going down yeah. as they're going up. I, I heard them at the base, and the one guy's like, he's not fucking on this floor. I'm telling you, he's in sporting goods. You know him. And then I heard them, and I laid down on an escalator. Oh, my God. So they didn't, as they went up the one way, I was laying on the thing going the oh, other way, and they didn't see me. And it was one dude, way. that so is I'll some never forget James, that moment. That is some James Bond oh, shit, dude. I'd dude. be killer in a heist. I've been saying that for a while. Like, yeah. I'd love to get, get a crew and steal some shit. Well, yeah, dude. I mean, if you ever, you know, if something ever comes 
comes up, you know, I'll, you get I'll fired. I'll the opportunity. Know. Dude, if you, ever, you know, not able, if you make a tweet about Draymond Green, can't make any money doing stand-up, and you got to make money for your kid, dude. Yeah, man, you got to work Fuck another... Fuck selling meth, dude. got to work another racket. Walter White, you got to... Dude, rob a bank, dude. One of my favorite times, too, is when we were getting into mischief as kids. We uh, went into this apartment complex in Ding Dong Ditch, but it wasn't Ding Dong Ditch because it was an apartment complex. We ran down the hallway knocking on everyone's door. Oh, I've done that. We would do that at we would do uh, we would, I would do that at hotels. This dude came out in his box going, "What the fuck?" And then this girl was in her panties and topless, and it was those '90s panties which they were just like all butt. You know, what I mean? like they covered the butt. You know what I mean? Like no, yeah. no, nothing thong about it. Yeah, and she was just like. Fucking call the cops on them, and she stepped out just enough so my one buddy saw her tits, and I didn't see him, but he, he oh, couldn't stop dude. talking about if it. If you're the one, like, what was, how old are you, 12? Yeah, we were 12. If you weren't 12, you were to see a live pair of tits, you're the man. Oh, live pair? Yeah, dude. Ooh, live pair of titties. Uh, there was one time I went out to the suburbs. It was me, my brother, and a couple of our friends. We had to go out to the suburbs for something. I think it was like we had an after thing for my brother's bar mitzvah out there. And we were out in the suburbs, and we were playing Ding Dong Ditch, and we ended up running in such a way where we got, like, lost in like Lombard is confusing you know, man Call the sacks So confusing the, Not the a grid streets curve I, fuck, I fucking hated the suburbs When I was a kid man I did too I still kind of do I still There's suburbs that I'm I, not as hateful As I used to be Because I know a lot of Great people from the suburbs And stuff like that There are suburbs that I respect I respect Oak Park I respect uh, the one, Some of the ones on the border The I ones at the border Of the city I respect Yeah yeah, I mean, I, I'm yeah. Evanston's fine, you know. Yeah, yeah Oak Park's great. got great architecture. Yeah. My actually, my great uncle put Oak the Park? roofs on uh, uh, who's Franklin Lloyd Wright homes. Franklin uh, Lloyd, Frank Wright Lloyd Wright, hell yeah, dude. yeah. He put the his famous slams, architect, but my dude. my uncle was a roofer, my great uncle, and, and put the roofs on there. Uh, yeah, so that's why when you said before, I get so upset with the six corners thing. Again, for those of you, I try to I try to bring in people because I got a lot of listeners from across the country. I don't have a lot of listeners, but I, I, I see listeners stats. Listeners from across the country. I see stats, but I'm like, oh, I got people in Mountain View, California. I don't know who lives there, but there's someone who listens to every episode from there because yeah, SoundCloud shows you what city. And people from St. Louis, friends listening. And I got some friends in Tampa now. My brother, out. Ross Euler, shout out. Listen he lives in St. Louis? No, he's in, he's in Chicago. Oh, cool. Well, I, yeah, thanks for your brother checking it he out. He interacts too, with you on Twitter sometimes. Oh, cool. What's his Twitter handle? Ross or... Cos Roach, R.K. Euler. Okay, yeah, yeah. He always yeah. tweets you about sports and shit. No, man, I get into it, man. Oh, yeah. good, good. I'll have to follow him back. I think yeah. I, I follow back a lot of people. Yeah, I don't get people who are so obsessed with you got to have a ratio where if you follow this many people, you don't follow that many. If you don't want to follow someone, don't follow someone, and I get you don't want to follow everybody because then your timeline just gets becomes. I like having sense, a low number. I just hit a thousand Twitter followers. Congrats! And I like having a lower number. Like I like having like I'm closer around like three hundred. No, we're talking about Oasis. Liam Gallagher has about three million. I think he's like two point nine million following zero. Oh, that's what. Uh, Louis C.K. Louis C.K. was about it. He had like yeah. five million. He had like five million found zero. How often is the uh, guest taking a bathroom break on this podcast? We'll just pause it real quick. Okay, cool. All right, Bobby's back from taking a piss. Broke um, the seal. Well, yeah. So I was just trying to wrap it up about you know I was saying to people who are listening for all over. I wanted to equate it so that they could relate. Six Corners is a famous intersection in Chicago. It's actually kind of famous nationally in a sense. By by this I mean if you just Google the word six and corners. You don't even have to write six corners Chicago. You just write yeah. six corners. It pops up my six corners. It used to be. It used to be the. It used to be the hangout spot in Chicago. Back it was in the, the day. second biggest shopping district outside of Michigan Avenue. Mm-hmm. So the biggest shopping was Michigan Avenue, yeah, of course, yeah. which is world famous. Marshall and then, Fields. Yeah, and, and then it was six corners. And again, like I just told you guys, all these crazy stories. I grew up running around those streets. So when I hear people who aren't from here. Trying Call to saying, corner, saying yeah. I don't know what you're talking, and look at me like I'm making up yeah. something. Well, you think, you're well, going to get the, upset. The, 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 How would you not get upset the over that? Damon North Avenue and um, Milwaukee, Milwaukee intersection is so much more popular now. Than oh, the it is. I can't one. deny that. 
Because uh, you know what the thing is, when the economy, at the end of 1999-2000, there was a recession, and that area got hit hard by it. And then a year or two later, so there's what we're really... First of all, Sears as a business has been struggling for like 14, 15 years. Oh, yeah. Really, it, should, it should have probably closed about 10 years ago, for being honest. The moment, the moment it became the Willis Tower, that's when you knew. You know, oh, it yeah, be totally. the Sears, That's when you knew. But Sears as a store was fucked because it was never known for anything in particular. If you were like, oh, I'm going to buy a flat You just get whatever TV. you want. Well, because it started It had out- everything, but it wasn't the master of anything other than like maybe some automobile. Like well, it started, Bider, out, as good, it started but- out as the catalog. It's the catalog you get in the mailbox yes. in every week. But it was a department store back when department stores were such a huge thing. Yeah. And so when, when you I know, moving Amazon in. And- well, yeah, but moving, especially Amazon put it out of business. But moving into the last 10, 15 years when other stores popped up where they were specialized, those yeah. stores that were like department department stores, Carson Peary Scott's closing now. Um, yeah, JC Penney's probably ten years away from going under. Yeah, there's just some of those department like, even Toys R Us now, like yeah. which is totally unfortunate because Toys R Us specialized. So like I'm talking like so Sears. That would, that's where me and my friends would go to fuck around. We go to the Toys R Us the way yeah. that you because I grew up at Irving and Western. There was a Toys R Us, yeah, no, at Roscoe, and, uh, yeah, where a Riverview uh, amusement park used to be. Mm-hmm. We would go there and we would. Fuck around. We would you'd be sober though. We weren't fucking slamming forties like you guys were. Well, I wasn't drunk when I was playing the hiding of seek stuff. That was okay. with a different group of friends. Um, <laughs> I had some great friends in grade school though. I still my my best friend. I, I actually went to opening day with. We were born on the same block, two months apart. Oh really? Both grew up on Cullum. Oh yeah. And uh, Cullum, I didn't oh, so make, right, I, You were right off for Irving. Yeah, no. Cullum's in between Irving and Montrose. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um. Be like forty two hundred north. Yeah, you grew north. up like you grew up probably just like because I grew up on you grew up Dak- straight west of you. Yeah, you grew up like Dakin. Three, Dakin's one block Dak- south of yeah, uh, half, a half one street, one yeah, half, half, block, half block. Yeah, yeah, because it'd be Dakin then what Byron or no, Dakin then uh, um, it, Dakin. It goes Dakin, Byron, Bernice, Grace, Roscoe, or no, no Barry. No, Roscoe's uh, between Addison and uh, Belmont. Bradley, side. Waveland, Peterson, Addison, and then I don't know the rest. Peterson. Peterson. Pat- Patterson. 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 There you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because I remember that. I would always walk home from Cubs games back in the yeah, day. Because they had Corey, Corey Patterson. Patterson. Yeah. Oh, Corey Patterson. No, I remember Corey that too because they had Russell. Grace, Mark Grace. My dad and I would always look at the street names that match Cubs players' last well, names. Well, then last year, last year uh, two years ago last year, uh, Jake Shields, who's on the White Sox, and the they U.S. cellular Shields. is Shields and yeah, 35th. Uh, 35th. And Shields. Yeah. Totally. All right, cool. Uh, so, yeah, you, you hold dear the stuff like your neighborhood. So when people Very are wrong, so. you're going to yeah. be like, fuck you, you're wrong. And I'm right. And I love it when I've seen people like post stuff where they tag themselves at six corners on Instagram because you could tag your location. And get this, though. If you click on their location, it's the wrong location that they were in. Because I could see in the background of their picture that they're in front of some bar yeah. at Wicker Park. Yeah. But look, there's a lot of six corners intersections in Chicago. It's yeah. not just the original. It's no. not just the fake one. There's probably about 12 dozen on the south side and north side because there's a lot of angled streets in Chicago yeah. that slice through. You got Archer on the south side that cuts through a bunch of shit. You've got um, Lincoln that does it, Lincoln, Milwaukee, Elston, of course, Clark, like we said Elston, before. Elston, probably my favorite. Northwest my Highway, favorite, my favorite street. In, I ride my bike in the city. Elston's my favorite. Uh, it's probably my favorite street in Chicago. No bus, no bus. Yeah, but there's no well, businesses that, uh, off of Elston, you know. I mean, there's some, but I'm just saying that, One, that there's not a lot. But I'm saying the no bus thing probably helps because it's easier yeah. to ride your bike with no yeah, fucking bus to deal with. You know, it's a bike lane, but that also you got to share with a bus that could kill you. Yes. Um, 
But yeah, yeah. Uh, what annoys me is uh, whenever a place claims to be when a place is in like North Center, but then they advertise it as Avondale or Roscoe or Village. Roscoe, yeah, Village. real estate tricks. They do that shit yeah. all the time. Well, even like we're um, the Chicago Fire soccer team in Chicago. If you've never been to a Fire game, they're cheap. I don't know what you think about soccer. I don't like it, but my brother's um, a big fan. I don't know. I got, I got my brother's become a big fan, so I'm trying to give it a go. But uh, if well, I mean, if you're Go to go to a fire game with your brother. My time's Maybe. precious. Maybe I won't. I mean, I'd go with him if he's got an extra ticket and I'm free. I'd try to check. Dude, it. T- anyway, get to the point. What's like twenty bucks? So, you tell me where they practice. Where they practice? It's yeah, at right Addison. by WGN. So the street we're on right now is it's Tallman. off the river on the other side of yeah, it's California. On, it's at it's at Addison and Tallman. It's okay. It's like two blocks away from WGN. The way they advertise that is saying that it's in Avondale. When no, it's not to be in no, Avondale. You have Center. to be on the you have to be on the other yeah you have to be on the other side of. Uh, the river and the yeah. other side of Addison, they but because nobody gives a shit about North Center. It's like, well, come on, I do. I grew up there. Yeah, and then also there's the Lou Malnati's where the Golden Angel used to be at Lincoln and uh, at Lincoln and uh, what is it Montrose? Yeah, Lincoln. And yeah, Montrose. I know where it is. Yeah, they advertise that as their uh, North. Not North Lincoln Square location out there. North no, because south of Montrose is North Center. Yeah, yeah, no, I saw that Gannon's Pub. We get, we get, because you know we're from Chicago. We get so into these, you know, neighborhood. I think that's what it is. You made me realize what I get upset about. But we're no, from it here. It doesn't so. matter. Nobody gives a sh- nobody gives a shit. I give a shit. Am people I nobody? From Chicago give a shit, but a lot of people don't. I know a lot of people. From See, Chicago that's what I'm that worried. Don't. I'm worried about that because Danny Kels is another dude I've mentioned on this podcast a bunch. I'm gonna have him on here, and we're friends with him. I feel like guys like you and Danny, who should be giving a shit still, have gotten to the point where you're like, whatever. Who I cares? do give a shit, but I'm not gonna like. You're gonna fight people about I'm it? Not, nah, fuck no, that. I'm not fight gonna em. ruin. I'm not gonna ruin a party because somebody called Lou Malnati's Logan, Logan Square not this other neighborhood. You know. Well, how is that ruining the party by saying, "Hey, by the way, you're wrong." It's actually in this neighborhood. Because discussion. Likes being wrong. No, but the problem is these dicks who aren't fu- who are from Shitsville, Ohio, Shitsville, Indiana, some fucking god awful suburb. They move here thinking, "Look at me, Jason's I made it." From uh, uh, Shitsville, Maryland. Yeah, actually. but I never found you to be that way, Jason. Um, but there are some people there. They come from wherever, and then they move here, and immediately they're like, "Look at me, I fucking got it in my shit old town." I'm a Chicagoan now, and I'm like, "Listen, I'm not saying you won't become one, but you got to earn your stripes, right?" This and is one right here, Jason. He's a uh, honorable Chicago. He's been now. here for a decade now, right? Twelve years. Yes, you're a Chicagoan, uh, and 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 yes. Yeah, so you've grown to know you're you're fine. I've never questioned Jason on that stuff. If I would have met Jason two years in and he was walking around going, "I'll tell you what's good and what's not good," I'd be like, "All right, slow down, rookie." Yeah. Yeah. And that's fine. But so if I'm at a party and someone says, "Oh, I like this place over here," and I'm like, "Well, that's actually you're confused. It's in this neighborhood." And they fought me about it. They're the prick, not me. It's They're just, the prick. It's just such a stupid You're argument. You're too non-confrontational. It's such a stupid argument to get in with people, though. I've gotten into argument that. So you just don't do the argument then, even though they're wrong. You just let people be wrong. Yeah, uh, that I don't get. I don't get that. Because maybe that's that's a flaw in my personality. Maybe. maybe. No, I can admit that. That might be a flummy, and that's why I've had a couple of these no. podcasts where I end up yelling at people at the end. <laughs> yeah. Because in my brain, I'm like, no, you're, I can't just let that slide. If it's, if it's a one-on-one thing, if it's a one-on-one thing like this, if, we're, if it's just people hanging out, if it's not a party, if it's just a small group of people hanging out, yeah, I'll call them out on it. But if it's like a party of like 50 people, a bunch of people, just everybody having a fun time, I'm not going to argue, uh, you know. Well, I look at it like I'm helping them. I'm helping you be a smarter person. Yeah, but they're not going to be They don't give a shit, then why are they the ones fighting back? 
because it's always them fighting back. I'll tell someone, I'm like, actually, that's not six corners. This is six corners. And they go, and then I go, well, okay, you sound like a fucking moron right now. Well, because I made them sound like one because I just did that voice, which I actually hate doing. I think it's lazy when people do that in arguments. But whatever. I, I just I, I can't mentally allow myself to let that shit slide when I know they're wrong, you know? Yeah. So anyway, just to wrap it up, and then we could go back to your uh, another one of your stories, because, again, people want to tear Bobby Buds down. Mm-hmm. I, uh, you know, talk about the friend whose dad hooked us up with 40s. So he wasn't part of the group of running around people. That was another group of friends, and, and they were a lot of fun. But he was part of the group where it's like, okay, I'll tell my parents, hey, I can sleep over at his house, and that's when I knew it would be like more nighttime mischief. Which was more serious because oh. you know, running around, you know, having a hiding go seek game in Sears, it's is it, not a big deal. No, well, but at I mean, night, you know, security sh- will be like, get out, and then we'll yeah. go, all right, all right, and then we'll do the same thing next week. Blah blah blah. Who gives a shit, right? And then we'll go hang out at Taco Bell. He had so his mom, Jesus Christ, she had him when she was thirteen years old. Oh my! Conceived God. at twelve. How old is she now? Like. 40 like well, I don't know 14? but when I, when we were 30 because I remember at the time we I think we were just so 7th grade I discovered this so maybe it was 7th grade when we had the 40s because I was 13 and 7th grade she, I, um, was she, she was good, 26 was she, was she hot no no because she, she, how could she be she I fucking had, she had a baby at 13 so that fucked up puberty for her in a sense and then after that she Damn. you know had to have jobs and stuff and just didn't you know didn't Shit, keep it tight dude, she has to be like 40 now or something well no well Probably a little old. Because you're, what, 30? Well, I don't know. Let's see. I'm 33. He'd be 33. What's 13 years? So she's 46. Imagine being 33 years old and your mom's 46. Oh, my God. As dude. a 33-year-old man, you could bang a 46-year-old woman and, and nobody, would, nobody yeah. would even think that was a bad well, move like, on your when end. when I... 20. It wouldn't even be worth mentioning her age. So Jason or Bobby, if you banged a 46-year-old tonight... Well, you guys aren't 33. I'm older than you are. Oh, you are? 34. You're 34. You banged a 47-year-old. You, you know, probably wouldn't even mention her age the next day if you told your friends you had sex last night. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, even so, but I'm saying that's not even like a big deal for a 33, 34-year-old to bang someone that 13 years older. That is so being 13 Banging someone 13 years younger, you'd definitely like the, mention. I mean, that'd be like me yeah, having a, a fucking 14-year-old right now. That'd be like me having to worry about what high school is? No, I tell people go. I go. Listen, I know I went to an all guys Catholic high school. It was, in a, you know, it was a nice school. Still very blue collar. A lot of sons of like, you know, firemen and cops and stuff like that. Great dudes. I still have friends with a lot of those guys. I'm more friends with my high school friends than grade school friends. There's like one or two guys I still talk to. And but I tell people I'm like, no, I went to a city grade school because here's another crazy story. A girl I actually dated for about two weeks, which is about the length of a grade school relationship. Uh, cute girl, nice butt. She, uh, going into high school, I lost touch with, but then found out. I found this out when I was like 22, 20, maybe 23, that by the age of 22, she had four kids by 22. Jesus Christ. Oh, it gets worse, my friend. Four different dads. Oh, my God. Then I found out on the 4th of July of this year, because I mentioned my one buddy earlier that I went to Cubs home opener with. Um, he says, Hey, Christ, do you remember, you know, blank? I'm not going to say her name. And I go, yeah, yeah, of course. Do you remember I did it for the like, Yeah, I thought you did. I couldn't remember, you know? And he goes, I don't even think I had he, sex with four different women by the time I was 22, man. Yeah, that sounds right. But, uh, <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah, no, I'm really no. nice. So I'm just an insult right now. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I get rid of the in part though. Um, it's not intentional. I'm just being a dick. So my buddy, I remember we went on 4th of July uh, at just went to some neighborhood bar, and he brings her up. I go, yeah, I remember, of course, we're dating. Like, oh, I thought you dated her. I couldn't remember. And he goes, well, let me tell you something interesting about her. Uh, 
I'll dig up her her ad on backpages.com, whatever that backpage. Yeah, you go. Shout out to backpages.com. She's a prostitute. Sponsor. Those of you don't know what that is. She's a. Yeah, they've been. I would love to get that fucking backpage (laughs) sponsor money. It's got to be some good coin out of them. But he goes, she's a prostitute. I'm like, for real? And then he showed me some site where there's like a video, and the video shows her like pretending to give a blowjob to a bottle of champagne and some nightclub. And I'm just like, and I even said that I go, she actually kind of looked a little decent. But again, I'm like knowing what I know and. Made me fucking sad, dude. Yeah, like, that, that's funny. That's funny to hear. But if I knew that person, like talking about my friend whose parents uh, just weren't there either, where you're just like, at the time, it's weird as a kid. Every now and then, I'll be out in public. You're at a mall. You're at a Cubs game, or you're whatever, and you see like a kid being a dick to their parents. I just want to be like, you have no idea how good your parent is. The fact yeah. that you're being, you're mad at them because they're protecting you. Yeah, you it's know, a lot more than there's a lot more. There's a lot. There's a lot more reasons for kids to be mad at their parents than you know being protected. Yeah, no, don't get me wrong. There's, I'm not saying parents are gems. There's a lot of parents that are awful, but I think about how I'd get mad where I had to be home at five thirty on the dot for dinner, and then I couldn't stay even up until I when I was a junior in high school. I was dating a girl who was a senior, and I think what killed our relationship was she had no curfew and I did. Oh, because yeah. I was, I was, I was under. I wasn't even when I turned seventeen. I still think they're like you have to be home at this time, and so we'd hang out. and I had to leave. Yeah, that sucks. To leave your the girlfriend. Age of seventeen. She was too, a junior. Man. I was a senior. Yeah. So uh, we only dated for like maybe a month and a half or so, which worked out great though because the girl I dated afterwards turned I'm married to and have a baby with, so it worked out. Oh, great. congratulations! Yeah, yeah that's, we that's, that's we were high school sweethearts. Yeah. Broke up for a little bit there so in the you, middle, if, but if you didn't have a curfew. Your life would be completely different right now. Might have been. Who knows? I mean, you I know? think yeah, had, I, I would. Know, I would have ended up firing my wife. Had a kid at the age of thirteen with uh, four different, you know, four different <laughs> kids with four different women. Who knows? You know, that uh, that is so fucking funny, dude. That, but yeah, but I remember at the time being like so pissed off. Maybe then it was a little too old, and they probably should have given me a little more leniency. But when I was in grade school and stuff like that, them saying no, nah, I don't want you hanging out with those people, and me being mad. Looking back, I was like, oh my god, thank you. Thank you, because yeah. I know how they turned out, and a lot of, some of them turned out great, but there was a few where I'm like, shit, yeah. no one even knows what happened to those dudes, and I remember yeah. driving through the old neighborhood having that flashback to being like, oh, I miss those days, and then I'm like, eh, I don't it miss makes, a lot it of makes, them, It makes you sappy, nostalgic, and then you think about what some of those people are doing, and it makes you even more sad. Yeah, that could be... Nostal- we're talking about things that people shit on too easily. Yeah. Nostalgia is something I th- I've, I've come to grips with. I used to shit on it really easily. Easily. I uh, I can't talk now. I don't know. I'm slurring. But um, I, I hate. That much. I I just get disgusted with nostalgia because I feel like my my generation, like my not even generation. And I you hate when people are like, oh, my just generation is bad. Blah blah blah. You have. Well, I just think really they're all the bits. same. I think they're all full of shit. Yeah, but um, I sort of had my group of like you know people that were born in 1990. We're sort of like the BuzzFeed generation. When I was like 19, 20 years old, that's when every that's when like BuzzFeed started getting really popular, and they were just this website where they were just. I forget you came alive totally in the internet age. Yeah. Oh. See, because yeah. I, me and Jason over here, we remember before the internet. You blew remember up. having to? Yeah. Yeah. It, no. Yeah. Jerking off on AOL. Or the, the everything the was fuzzy, immediately the destroying fuzzy, your computer. The fuzzy screen, you know, the yeah. Spice channel. Yeah. I did that one or two Spice. times. But then I begged my mom to get dial uh, to get uh, dial up in, or not dial up, but the uh, DSL. DSL, and she was like, "What do you need it for?" And I was like, um, "Researching." I was like, "No, I want researching my dick." Yeah, I want to Google boobs and see what happens. Uh, but I, I remember 
printing naked pictures on my computer when no one was home. I had. And then jerking off to print it out. Oh, nudes. my God. Jesus Christ, dude. that was sad. Anyway, though, uh, you're what's saying it like, man, how was that? How was it on the Amish farm, by the way? fucking right. Looking back, you it's like that. You guys making some good pies. So you came up with the BuzzFeed generation, though. And so. it was just so much forced nostalgia. It was just these people that all they were doing was like, hey, remember. Which Mario Kart character are you? Yeah, I, I was like, it. hey, remember Tamagotchis? I was like, yeah, you're not. Why are people sharing this? You're not creating anything. You're just saying, hey, remember this thing that was really popular, you know, 10, 15 years ago? I think, well, nostalgia, I guess, I know, I nostalgia, get it. it's like it's like corn syrup, you know, it's in moderation, it's good. But then well, any, that's, that's anything, though. That's my point. I just feel like, like I was saying, I don't like boring, I don't like easy. I, I used to totally shit on nostalgia, too, for a little while there, but I noticed so many people shit on it just too easily, where I'm like, listen, not all nostalgia is bad. It's very easy to At shit the, on. Because here's what I realized. Bobby, all of a sudden you, you see, oh, my stomach's been killing me for a little bit. You go to the hospital, you know, God forbid this happened, obviously, or, or whoever forbid this happened. And you, they tell you, shit, man, you've had this thing for a while. You've got two days to live. You think you're, you think you're going to be thinking about the future in those last two days or you're going to be reflecting oh, yeah. on the past? Yeah. So that's why I like nostalgia. And I come, yeah. I've, I've come to realize in your last moments on this planet, you're going to look back and look, and that's essentially what nostalgia is, looking back. Yeah, and obviously you don't want to be stuck. There's a difference, like you said, in moderation. You don't want to be stuck in the past because those dudes never move forward. You you know you see those old saps at the bar where you're like, Jesus Christ, this guy is still. That's what I don't want to. It's still 1987 where this guy's mind is. I had a. Yeah, you don't want to be that, of course not. But I don't think there's anything wrong with looking back, saying, you know what, that was fun. Um, one of my favorite lines from I think it's one of the most underlooked lines from. We've also talked about, debated about this. My favorite show, The Sopranos. It's an episode called Remember When, and in it, Tony says a line. It's just like, yeah, it's fine. It's just, you know, because it's, you know, it's a group of them. It's like Tony, Paulie, and they're having some dinner in, like, Miami or something. And they're just, you know, Paulie's like, hey, Tony, remember this, when this happened, blah, blah, blah. And then Tony's like, oh, it's just fine. I'm just, remember when is the lowest form of conversation. And I think that's sort of what nostalgia is. Nostalgia is remember when. And you know, what's the highest form of conversation then? I don't know. Talking about how stupid Donald Trump. I don't know. Yeah, see, I, I mean, don't know. What, I, but it's a very, see, I think, it's a very, I think it's a very easy cop when it comes we, to conversations. I think we all, can, I think we all get caught up in what other people think. So if I think the and, last one, uh, yeah, go ahead. And if other people think. But, Shit, I'm at six. You're at I don't know. No, I noticed this. And that's why I, so you. That's why I gave you a little bit of shit, and then I brought Danny Callison into the equation where. You were like, well, who cares if people think it's six corners or this is six corners? It, it disappointed me slightly when you said that. And we're not friends anymore. No, I'm kidding. Um, I think we just hear these buzzwords and hear how, like, whatever whatever little bubble you're in. And everyone's in a bubble. Yeah. Everyone lives in a bubble. We live in a bubble, especially being comedians. Yes. There's so many different bubbles of how to behave, how to act. And I feel like you've gotten caught up in those bubbles. So sometimes when I hear you later go... Not you. I know you do this a lot, but an example of being like, "Well, here's why this is bad because so because a group of people think a certain way." Fuck those people. I think if you and maybe you maybe you feel this way naturally. You're like, "Fuck nostalgia. It's 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 stupid and it's easy." It's very it's very easy. You explain yourself. I wouldn't say it's bad. It's it's easy. It's just very easy. And I don't really talk a lot of nostalgia with people. But if I'm hanging out with someone, your Mario Kart thing every every well, it's because it's the latest video games I have. Yeah. If I had fucking uh, PS4, I'd play PS4. Um, yeah, I do Mario Kart Monday. and uh, It's actually very fun to watch. Oh, cool. Thanks. Yeah. 
I, you know why I did that, though? That was my way of making fun of the video game thing that's going on now. There's a new thing going on now. Oh, Twitch streaming. Twitch streaming or whatever. Yeah. Well, it's, it's on Dude, YouTube, too, man. I think it would be so funny if, like, someone like you, just this, like, not nerd, just, do it on like, Twitch Chicago, like, jag-off dude. Became just like the biggest Twitch streamer, and all right, I'm, like gonna start, a, I'm gonna start. I'm gonna start. Who's that? Who's that golfer, John Daly? Yeah, like yeah, the John, like the John Daly, Daly of, of Twitch. Twitch world, oh, I love you know? that man. Thanks, bud. See, John Daly, that's nostalgia, and I thank you for bringing me into that. Um, it's not nostalgia. I know it's just, just an example. Yeah. I'm giving you a hard time doing fucking with you. Uh, no, so what I was doing with that shit was that uh, I found my old Nintendo 64, and I was telling a buddy about it, and we were. Saying, God, that was such a fucking great game. And I'm, my friend still kind of plays like, I think he plays like the latest like shooter games. I don't know what the fuck they're called. Halo. I, I Halo, know. Call of Duty. Call of Duty, yeah. Halo. He's into that stuff. And um, yeah. Aurora, Colorado movie theater. And <laughs> I, I mentioned to him, I go, when, when I was in um, LA producing Community Chanel LA, one time we're, there's two theaters in there, two stages, I should say, not theaters. And the main stage had, it was a YouTube thing called Gamer Grumps. And we ended up getting mad because some of our guests excellent because the usher, you'd go into one entrance, they'd be like, oh, you're in this space or in that space. And we knew we had more tickets sold than people were there. So we're like, what the fuck's going on? And then people came to our show late going, no, we were accidentally over there. So they were called Gamer Grumps or Grump Game. Maybe I might be wrong. I might be wrong, but something Gamer something or other. Gamer they Gates. had 4 million YouTube subscribers. So I talked to the guy who booked the improv at the time because I was like, what's going on next door? And he looked at me and goes, look, booking shit like this hurts my soul. Because you know me, I like booking experimental stuff. I like booking people who might not have a big following, but I think they're doing big things and they're going to be awesome one day. I booked these guys. They booked two shows, an 8 o'clock and a 10 o'clock on a Thursday. Sold them both out in 45 minutes. That's how big their following is. They have 4 million YouTube subscribers. They did a YouTube video saying, come see us, do our show live. They do a live YouTube show where they play the video games and comment on it. That's all it is. Are they like older, grumpy They're not people? even, they're, no, they're, they're just, well, they're just, like they're my not even old. They call themselves they're, old. Yeah, they're just fucking I negative. They're just so negative. Sick, so that's I'm where the grump so is. Grumpy, I don't think, they're means old. They're under the age of 45 years no, right? old. No, right. I don't think grumpy means old. old. Huh? They didn't call themselves old. Oh, they didn't call themselves. No, they just called them grumpy. They're gamer grumps. Grump doesn't mean old. I think you think. I understand I why. I say grumpy with. with I old get people. that because grumpy old men. Grumpy old, great movie. But that also the word old in it. If it was just called grumpy men, it yeah. could have been fucking Brad Pitt and Tom Cruise. You I, know. I can't imagine a grumpy twenty-two-year-old though. Huh? Uh, you know him. Go to an open mic or two. <laughs> Come on, there, bud. Uh, I'm just being a dick. But What's uh, an open mic. Um, yeah, it's it's. So I I, I asked him. I'm like, they sold out. Fucking two, because the, the, the improv main stage is probably two fifty, three hundred to twenty bucks a pop, and they're like, yeah, they probably made like ten grand tonight or whatever the fuck. I don't yeah. know, maybe I'm a little off on that number. And I'm just like, holy shit! And all they do is comment on video games, do this. And so a couple people, I was hosting this our show then at Comedians Know LA, and a couple people, or like maybe like four or five people, who were in the other room. They were solely coming into ours, and they're coming in late. And I was hosting, and the first comic had just finished, and I said, you guys are just coming in late, real quick. We were under a weird, you know. Um, paranoia that the ushers were accidentally sending people into that room and then they go yeah we did get sent in there and it was weird because then people were like people are standing and all this stuff and then we realized this is not what we paid for so then we came over here I'm like oh cool I go I gotta ask I told the audience what was going on I like when I hosted I said there's a video game thing going on next door and what's going on grumpy gamers uh, yeah and so I asked the two audience members who saw some of the grumpy gamers and I go what'd you think and they looked at me and go that was awful it was just a big screen, so we could see them playing the video game, and they were just 
commenting the video on they're they're doing commentary. They're not live and it performers. Wasn't, they're not they're comedians. They're not live performers. Right. They do all these things that are pre planned. These YouTube celebrities that people call comedians, all their shit is pre pre planned and even, a lot of it's not even good. But what the it's thing not. is, a lot of these people were just they got in at the right time. A lot of YouTube celebrities, the ones who are huge, where I'm like, what do they do that's so special? I watch them. And there was a they documentary just, on Netflix called Please Subscribe where I remember watching it going, oh, cool, I'm going to learn how they got the following. You know what I learned? They got in at the right time. Yeah. They just started doing something consistently like when the it Bitcoin first started. Bubble. It's like the Bitcoin bubble. Yeah, I mean, so I remember being so pissed off with that going because I thought like, oh, I'll, I'll learn how to master social media from these people. And all, the, all of them were just like, yeah, I had a camera and I just started videoing taping myself. And I just figured I'll put this up daily. And then after nine years, I had 1.4 billion followers. And here's how I make all this money. And I'm rich as fuck. Uh, and all I do is post videos of myself in my living room. And I remember just being like, fuck that. You have no talent and all this. Yeah, you know. yeah. I mean, some people are good. Some, some people have some, some people, stuff. Some, it's a handful. I, I but that. then you got your Logan Pauls who are just douchey. And, and and then you got, well, you know. he is a true talent. The, the, what he does for <laughs> humanity. By the way, I never even heard of him until he got into trouble. Oh in my god! January second, January second. Every loser on Twitter so going twenty eighteen awesome, sucks dude. now because of Logan Paul. I remember going, "Who the He's fuck is so, Logan Paul, dude?" It's just your so, year's gonna be ruined by someone I've never heard of. So You're a piece awesome of shit. That there's someone just that stupid. That's like, oh, we're in a suicide force. Here's a dead body. Let's videotape it. Oh, I'm just so glad I'm not the biggest fucking. I was gonna use a word that wasn't idiot, idiot in the world. Yeah. So it's a word that begins with R and, and ends, ends with Tard. No, it, it ends with Albert Bud Euler. Ah, um, how about that? There you go. I like how you did that. That was very good. Okay, this is crazy. Okay, so this game's from this is a Carrywood twenty year ago game. Look how green the ivy is. For May, it's For not May, green at all. I thought I thought it was kind of brown. No. Oh, they're, they're making him comment on this. I'm gonna watch this shit later. This looks good. I can't, I can't, we can't talk about this though, because on my other podcast, I, the whole podcast was us talking yeah. about this game. Well, I just want them to show that the ivy is like perfectly green, and I think it's showing that uh, global uh, warming climate has changed. change. Yeah, climbing, some climate, yeah, climate change, change. Yeah, it's real. It's the one thing I don't agree with on Trump with. You know? Yeah. <laughs> one thing. You agree with everything else. Everything man. else. You're, uh, you're, uh, I, I, his, his son Baron is very Baron is very brave. You're a five foot six Jewish guy, but you're all about the, the master race, right? I'm all about the master race. Yeah, ma- uh, the alt right. I like the master I like race. Like people and the cucks and soy boys, eh? Soy, oh, dude, I love the term soy boy. Soy boy is kind of a fun it's, term. F- it's it sounds great, but because it rhymes, it's a good rhyme. Yeah, it's a great. Rhyme. Check out this soy boy over yeah, here. Soy boy sounds like a great last name. Kevin good. Soy Boy. That's it. A- Real quick, what was I talking about beforehand? We were talking. What were we talking about? Brother, this is the theme. This podcast should be called. What was I talking about? Yeah. So Kilgallen's publishing you. What the fuck was I on about? Uh, we were talking about fuck. I haven't been drinking. We just were talking so much, yeah. so much. Yeah, you only had four beers. I know I haven't. I'm mad that I haven't it, had a fifth because I've been empty with this one. Do we have any extra beers? We're going in over the two hours. Don't worry about. It. Don't worry about. It. We're going to go back to your shit. Um, I just thought I had another point on that, but I guess I didn't. I probably didn't. Does not matter. All right. I also got a, a one of these. Uh, it's a vape pen. If you want to, I'll let you know. Thank you though. I. Uh, so, we talked about the Janus trying to take you down. Yeah. And how what I loved about that was women had your back. And other people who don't identify as women 
had your back. People that don't identify as uh, men, cis men. Yes. It wasn't just cis God men having my... Because if that, that post would have gone up and it just would have been all these uh, cis if it was all, gendered, If it was me and Jason being like, men, learn to take a fucking joke, I get it. Hey, I get what you're I saying. I have a joke right now where I, 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 I hint at the Me Too movement in a sense, and then I do a whole... It's kind of based that's on that the Aziz Ansari story. Your, that's, a, that's a great... That's a really great joke. That, Thank uh, you, man. The drain, um, yeah. But when I first told it, I remember my brain, not my brain, but my eyes scanning the crowd. I wanted to find women laughing. And luckily, more women almost laugh than men laugh. Because I think men have a whole thing where they're like, can I laugh They don't this? know if they want to laugh. But women die. That's they what crack I get up. I've had women come up to me after that joke saying, when you started this joke, I remember going, no, no, no. But then when you hit the punchline, I was like, that's hilarious. That's coming back that's to the- Facebook. That's how I get with Facebook jokes. So sometimes I'll post some like sort of, you know, uh, edgier jokes. And I look at all the people that liked it, and it's just like 20 likes, all of them straight white dudes. I had a joke. I'm a just tweet. like, oh, shit, this is not a good, uh, this is not good. That I had that goddamn, that, that show carried with that curveball, that slur if he threw to Derek Bell at the end. That, his ba- Derek Bell started to swing, and the ball moved away like it was on remote control. It's like insane. it looked it like the ball was it, like, no, it, fuck it you, you can't look, touch it me. Looks, it's, it's, it looks like a video game. It, it is. It's wiffle ball shit right there. The ball was not. That's why he ended up fucking up his arm and not being able to pitch very long because the human arm was not meant to be able to do that shit. Yeah. Anyhow, he was so much chubbier when he was 20 years old now. You're interviewing him now as a 40-year-old man. Yeah, he's like he thin looks, and looks, looks way better. He looks really good, dude. He looks, like, he looks like he'd be like a retired movie star. Yeah, he is. a handsome man. So, Terry Wood, if you're listening to this, um, you're a good-looking dude. Yes, he he's a very good-looking man. Um, so we were talking about uh, how um, Janice tried to take me down. Yeah, Janice was, was trying to take you not down. Not just, it was, there were, there were people. Well, no, I was going to mention a tweet I had. I had a tweet where a lot of people, because 53% of white women voted for Donald Trump, they'll blame white women for Donald Trump's election. Like, white women gave us Trump, you know, all that kind of shit when feminists argue each other. Because you can't just be, it's like white feminists argue with Hispanic feminists, argue with black feminists, argue with... It just seems exhausting, you know what I mean? It's one of those things where I'm yeah. like, you guys all need to just, hearing that just unionize and you'll be way better off. Hearing it's, that sentence made me want to sleep an extra hour. Right? Totally. And I tweeted something like, okay, you, you, you want to blame or you want to thank white women for Trump, but you could also thank a white woman for Barack Obama. Yeah. Because Barack Obama's mom's white. She's white. Oh, she's white. That was the joke. Yeah. And it totally went over people's heads. That and went over my head at first. Yeah. No, it does. And I remember going, oh, people don't like it for that. And then I realized, then, then people started to like it. And I'm like, oh, fuck, it's all dudes. I wanted at least a couple women to like it. Because it kind of gives you, it makes you feel like the, the people are taking it the right way. I think that's the biggest problem right now with comedy. I don't even know it's a problem. Maybe there's some good to that, I guess. Because it makes you think a little bit harder. And there's nothing wrong with thinking about thinking harder. Nothing wrong with thinking harder. Is that when you make a joke, and I'm sure you have this because you, you push the envelope with your post, like I read off earlier. It makes you think, fuck, am I going to get misunderstood? I think my biggest fear is being misunderstood. Now, people who have been following the podcast know there's, there was one podcast earlier, I think it was episode four with Meredith Ketchell and Kyle Scanlon, where oh, yeah, I deleted. Uh, I deleted like the last 45 minutes, mainly because everybody was only getting a snippet of what they wanted out. Well, you know when you get in those arguments and someone's like, well, no, here's what I meant, and blah, 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 and then someone cuts them off? Yeah. I go, I don't want this out there because my, I come off like an asshole because I just, I'm very loud at the time naturally. 
But they were also they were interrupting. And I know at the time they weren't thinking they were. They even well, did the thing where it's like, you're just being really loud right now. I'm like, no, because you're interrupting, and that's why I'm being the loud. The thing with this, the whole theme of this podcast is let's get drunk and podcast. Yeah, I want I want to recreate the bar anything, setting. Anything, anything can happen. Arguments will happen. People yes. get more emotional when they're drunk. So um, that's just one thing I feel like you have to factor in when you do this. And you post drunk, so now, now to tie it back in. Okay, yeah. Um, you know, I, I talked about fucking how people didn't get that, and it, it makes you. So when you had the whole thing with Janice and and, and non regular white fucking comedians had your back, it, it made okay. It, it get, regular, how good did it feel? Regular. <laughs> I didn't mean to say non. I meant like non, like your typical. Because uh, your typical comedian is a regular white dude. Okay, is what yeah, I meant. Okay, I didn't yeah, mean that's, regular. No, normal. You know what's hilarious about that shit though? I remember being. Um, this story was told at my baby shower the baby shower the groom shows up at the end not the groom but the father to be shows up at the end to help with stuff and they all shared like funny stories about me and my um <laughs> there's probably my stepmom's of- best friend shared the story about how they took us to it's like a big asian restaurant in like lincoln park i want to say nans or something i can't remember what the fuck it was and i was like seven or years old or something like that and i asked the chinese it was a chinese restaurant or thai restaurant i asked the waiter i said um, do you have any regular people who work here? Or is everyone like you? Oh my god. I was seven. seven. Oh. So I thought regular people were people who were white like me. And I thought they were all just different because they were Asian. You know oh what I mean? Which is hilarious because I have Filipino god, cousins. Yeah, dude. Dude, um, you were so much funnier when you were seven years I was old. right. I was way man, more you, edgy, man. I was you like peaked fucking, right, Dude, you peaked right there, man. I know. And I'm just like, people don't realize that the version they're seeing of me on stage is this old man trying to recreate the eight-year-old version of himself. I was an all-star back then. Now you're seeing the version of me. I'm, I'm Jordan on the Wizards right now. Yeah. I'm trying to get back to those yeah. Bulls days. So anyway, that was just the nonsense I was saying there. You, uh, I, and it, it holds more weight when people, like, you know, if I do a joke where I talk about race and black people are dying, I love it. I've had jokes about race where I, a couple of white people go, I don't like that joke. And I go, I don't give a shit what you think. I one time had a, I was, I was hosting my open mic I do on Mondays and, uh, it was uh, Martin Luther King Day, and I think like something happened where like I, I had to like work earlier that day or something. But I showed up like forty five minutes late, and then I did my open mic set. I, I did my hosting set. And the first thing I said was like, "Hey guys, it's Martin Luther King Day." Uh, I was like, "You know, I celebrated Martin Luther King Day by showing up to my open mic forty five minutes late." <laughs> and everybody, a lot of people got all tight with it, but the people, who, the only people who laughed at it were like the. Six black people yes, were at the right? open mic because they were like, "Yeah, that's a stereotype." See, you know, if you're a white person listening right now, here's the message of today's podcast: Don't be offended for other people. I hinted it, I touched on it last week when we talked about how Katy Perry dressed as a geisha and all white women were upset, but they talked to Japanese women and they're like, oh, "No, they she looks great. It. We yeah. loved it." Does that thing that she represented uh, her culture well? She looked good. Uh, this girl, her prom, she had a prom dress that was like Japanese. I like saw a, this. That's why I brought this up from yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, and it was like. Come, like, she was honoring their culture. She's doing. There's some all, cultural like, appropriation stuff. Still, still find to be complete bullshit. Well, no, they no, also, they the, also dr- got- the guy. The guy who fucking called it out was about the dress at first. The, but I get you, Jason. If, if they if they all were doing wide eyed shit, sure. Well, they I mean, also got. They also got upset when she was like, "Don't how now y'all do y'all do." Saying Japanese, ching chong well, ding yeah, dong. Man. You know? When they that hit the like, gong and started feeding each other rice, I saw that. That, that, yeah. that looked a bit much to me. You're correct. Yeah. She was like, all right, Rekka, you promises. And then <laughs> that went everywhere. Okay, that's that's a, for those of you who've never seen my stand-up comedy. Not deleting this, before, by the way. For those of you who've not seen my stand-up comedy before, it's basically what I just did, but for 45 minutes straight. 
Totally, man. Just ching chong ding dong. Um, I just don't like people getting offended for other people. Yeah, it's it's right. There's something about this. It's like you're. What, what are you doing? You're trying to out woke each other. And, Fuck and it's also off. like, well, you don't think that they're strong enough. You don't think that they're yes, exactly. Enough to be, That's it's more you offensive. That you have to be it's more offensive. It's more, yeah. I used to get so offended when I had, when straight people would say would stick up for gay people because I had gay friends being like, I don't need you fucking sticking up for me. If you want to yeah. tell other people not to be homophobic, that's fine. But don't when I'm in present, uh, you don't think you need to protect me. I know how to yeah. protect myself. Um, like if someone's being offensive to me, I'll fucking say it. And it was always someone being offended by something that was like not even like there wasn't even that bad. Like that's what you're upset about. Dude, you know? I had uh, I had uh, uh, I saw Black Panther. I saw Black Panther. I post about it. I post because I I, post, I, I, I love seeing it, movies and I always post about the movies that I've seen. I saw Black Panther. I enjoyed it. It was an enjoyable movie. It just wasn't as amazing as people thought it was. And I basically said that same thing online. Yeah. I said, yeah, it was fine. It was just a little boring. Not surprising from a Trump supporter. He, you know? Yeah, I know. Yeah, right. Uh, Trump's favorite movie is actually White Men Can't Jump, which is, you know, it's crazy. He, he loved Moonlight. Trump loved Moonlight, which is insane. Did he really? No. He's, I thought that was totally Yeah, overrated. his favorite movie of last year was like Hot Tub Time Machine 2 or something. That's probably pretty good, though. Anyway, it was a very ahead, funny movie. So... And I talked about how I didn't like Black Panther. And, like, I feel like there were some people who were hinting about me being, like, racist. It was like, well, no. Like, the racist thing to do would to blindly judge this movie and say that I enjoyed it just because yes. it's, like... Like, what's the most right- Ghostbusters earlier? Yeah. People were afraid to say... I didn't because like it that much. You said you didn't like Ghost. You, you sound like one of those fucking no. crazy old uh, And the funny thing is, earlier, assholes. I talked about my favorite movies being Pitch Perfect um, and uh, The Heat... We're talking about how great Melissa McCarthy is. So we're clearly not that way. Bridesmaids was fantastic. Mean Girls, fantastic. But Ghostbusters was just all right. Well, and I remember was that was a movie that I thought was Ghost- good, and then I later thought back. That was my answer. You said, what movie do you think was good, and then you yeah, thought okay. about more. I guess Ghostbusters. Because the more I thought about it, I'm like, eh, this isn't that good, actually. Yeah. You know? As um, my, oh, my movie I have with to that piss is, now, actually. My movie with that is uh, The Dark Knight. The, okay, the well, i got to come back and tell you how wrong you are right there. All right. It's the most overrated movie ever. All right, we're po- real quick. I, I'm going to get to your Dark Knight shit, but we were both petting your awesome dog, and you're like, the three legs really sells, and I'm like, yeah, if that dog had four legs, I don't even look at it. Like, yeah. But you're right, though. It's a, The three legs make it special and unique. Dark Knight, how do you think Dark Knight's overrated? Is uh, this one of those things where everyone liked it, so you have to hate no, it? Don't uh, do that. I, no, I've right, been re- I, I re- I, so I saw, When I first saw it, I loved it. I saw Wait, real that- quick, do you have another beer, Jason? No? Those well, old style a, tall boys were just a, unique, a, unique a, to you. Oh, I forgot I even had those. They were in the back of the fridge. There's a. Uh, Coors Light. There's a Coors. Like, it's Coors Light, man. It doesn't expire. From yesterday. Yes, how old the Coors Light was. It's from yesterday. So. It was like, yeah, it was, yeah. Well, I leave I I drinks on the bookshelf a lot. So I think the Dark Knight. It's unopened. Yeah, it's unopened. What's yeah. overrated about the Dark Knight, though? Um, Great action. It, cool story. Yeah. What else? The story is fine. I don't think it's if you take away if you take away the Joker. Now Heath Ledger as the Joker that is probably one of the greatest. You do understand you're saying if you take away the bad guy in the movie, you can say that about any movie. If you take away the bad guy, it's gonna suck. Yeah, but thank you. The the joke the movie is two and a half hours long. The Joker is in it for an uh for a half hour. He's in it for thirty three minutes. No, he's not. Yes, he is. Fuck off, dude. All right, I, are you really gonna Google how long his screen time was? Yes, because there's a there's a great list of like um. Uh, all these member movie characters that are only in very short parts of the movie. Hannibal Lecter is only in Silence of the Lambs for, um, like, like 25 minutes. Jason, he's telling me that the Joker is only in The Dark Knight for 33 minutes. I think it's 
true, but at the same time, yeah, it's like, true. that's what makes the Dark Knight so rad. Well, because he's, he's the mystery. you got to find him. You're, he's the chase. I just, he's the I, I, I watch movie, and he's in there for a fraction of Also, it. you hear his no, voice no, on it's, stuff. It's he's in those videos that, that he shoots. Hopkins was in at, fucking Silence of the Lambs. Yeah, yeah you're bringing up, like, you guys are everything about that. Recently. Everything about that performance is amazing, but the movie overall... It just doesn't hold up. It does not I, hold dude, up. This is the most offensive shit you've ever said, by the I way. I think that Harvey Dent. Okay, first of all, Batman's voice is fucking. Yeah, but that was it. So you thought Batman Begins and, and Dark Knight Rises sucked in too? Because yeah. I agree with you. Christian Bale's voice is over the top. But yeah. Then someone I, brought this up I, to me. I, yeah, I was. I mean, I, I think saw, Bill Burr talked about it in his podcast where it's actually kind of genius. Go to the bar. Have a good one, man. Mm-hmm. Later. Right, I might see you over there. So. Uh, Someone made a good point about Christian Bale's Batman saying he disguised the voice because he's actually the smartest Batman. Because if he just talked in his regular Bruce Wayne voice, someone would be like, is that fucking Bruce Wayne? Yeah, I So we had to, but I agree with you. There are some times where he's like, where are they? <laughs> uh, I'm Batman. Where's you know, right? What the fuck yeah. are you saying, dude? Speak good, all right? I believe that the good in Gotham is there. You know, Okay, I'm on the list. Uh, uh, ten classic film characters who did not have as much stage time as you thought. Like Darth Vader is on stage for ten percent of the movie. I want to just want to get to the Heath Ledger one. It's gonna take Scroll a down, fucking buddy. minute. Yeah, it's not. It's one of those fucking shitty websites. Well, you gotta keep clicking through. Goddamn clickbait. Yeah, I, dude, clickbait is the worst thing that has my happened. My most underrated tweet was a porn site that is just clickbait. Clickbait. All right. Got nothing. Um, Hello, Titan. You cute little doggy. Titan. Um, you have four legs in your mind, buddy. I yeah. If you had four legs, you'd still be great. Of course, no. Um, great, but I I don't know. I just think that uh, it's just a media. Oh, Christopher Nolan movies. I'm not. Oh, don't. You didn't like Inception? Yeah, don't knock the mic. I did not again. like. I did not like Inception. I like Inception. Uh, I didn't. The only I, I haven't like, seen Dunkirk or the other one. See, uh, Memento. Memento's good. Other than that, everything else that Christopher Nolan does is not good because Christopher Nolan doesn't do his movies. They, the characters just aren't good. And to me, that's what I love most about movies. It's a character study, and there's no... What's your favorite movie of all time? Um, either Boogie Nights or The Wrestler. Okay. Uh, and not great characters in both those movies. What about you? Shit, favorite movie of all time? That's tough. Actually, I've said it before. Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Ferris Bueller's you Day Off. You mentioned Ferris Bueller's Day Off earlier. Because to me, my favorite movie... Ferris Bueller's a great character. Great character, yeah. Everyone loves him. They adore him. And... It's. I need a movie where when you're sick or you're not feeling well, you pop it in and you're automatically happy. Yeah, that's what makes a that's great a movie. Great, to me. That's a great. I have a f- the flu movie. Yeah, because you, you can pass. That was my favorite. You can like fall asleep, wake up, and you'll be you'll know exactly what's going on. Because obviously there's great shots of Chicago in that movie. Yeah, too. I mean it's 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 cool in a lot of ways. Obviously, there's some more serious movies that I absolutely love. But yeah, 30, 33 minutes, The Dark Knight. Damn, you were right, man. That's insane to me. Because I feel like he's. So he his impact that, is on every scene. Movie. I mean, it's that's shocking. It's probably the most prolific movie performance ever because you know came out and then like uh, four or five months after they shot the movie, he fucking died in a hotel room. So I think part yeah. of that eeriness of it really helps out with the Joker. But other than that, it's I don't like Harvey Dent. The whole I don't like that. I don't like his character. And yet, I don't know. I just thought that, I thought Heath Ledger's performance. I mean, I, I didn't think too much about oh he died and that's why I'm really into this. But I I thought the, the some of the action shots. I thought the, the action the, shots when they're look, driving the score. Down, Hans Zimmerman sh- has great when scores. They, when I'm not saying that The Dark Knight is a bad movie. I'm just saying it's overrated. overrated. Okay. I'm saying that it's overrated. Mike, what's the you? Dark Knight, overrated, underrated? Dark Knight. Yeah. 
Or rated just fine. Uh, rated just fine. I agree. Yeah, rated just fine. Well, people are saying it's you're my the... least favorite person who's in this apartment, and you're the guest on the podcast. I know. I'm well, just giving you shit. By that's how. That's how I do it. You had another Modelo. I could borrow. That's your last one. It's all good. Sorry, man. I should have got a thirty pack. I it's fucked right. up. I was. I was actually thinking about like thirty pack was like thirteen ninety nine on sale, and this was like seven or six. So I was like, actually eh. thinking about like going to like Seven Eleven and grabbing like. Uh, I got, I got like a bottle of whiskey or something. But Normally I bring a bottle of whiskey, but I, we finished it off on the last one. Yeah, you don't want to class it up in here, too. You know, this is not no, I do. I totally do. All right, though, let's... Uh, okay, a little surprise on your movie take. That's totally fine, though. Um, Are you going to ostracize me on the internet community about it like Janice did? No, but who's Janice, too? You said another person recently came out and tried um, to throw you under the bus. So I was this comic... Well, is it a male comic? Female comic. Female. So what do we call her? Rosie? Rosie. We call her Rosie. And she really hasn't done stand-up in like, uh, in the past like year and a half. She hasn't really done stand-up. And I really didn't post anything that, she, I don't think, she, I think like I unfollowed her or something or she unfollowed me. She didn't follow me on Twitter or anything. So this didn't come from anything. I didn't post anything ridiculous. But then all of a sudden, I get a bunch of texts and it's a screenshot of this thing that she posted and it was like a facebook post can you read it yeah uh i have it Ooh, juicy gossip coming juicy your way gossip. all right this is uh this is courtesy like of you don't have to be a comedian to enjoy this part of the podcast by the way no just you think really about don't. this is not about, about wherever you work huh people get this is a not sassy. about the craft of stand-up comedy this is about the shit that people find interesting this is just talking so this shit. is a screenshot that my boy toler wolf uh, gave me very funny chicago comic okay why the fuck can't they toler what a name yeah, he's a fucking idiot. Uh, all right. It says, Dear Chicago, if you have a friend who continuously makes... Can I read it because I got a better voice? I'm totally kidding. By the way, I was just I, such well, an asshole. I, I got to look at it closely <laughs> no. because like, I'm trying to... Do you want me to read it? No, I was only kidding with you. Read it, dude. I'm being a dick. Come on, man. Okay, this my, my phone's being fucking an R word right now, and I can't zoom in on this one photo. Okay, it says, Dear Chicago... Uh, if you have a friend who continuously makes homophobic, sexist, and anti-Semitic jokes, you're Jewish. But, I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm Jewish. I know uh, that was the, that was one of the funniest parts of it. Uh, but tries to say that he's being ironic, and you're still friends with him. That was in all caps. You're part of the problem. There is a dude who still says problematic shit all the time, but forever you guys have passed it off as oh, he's just a, that's just a stupid bit. It's not a joke. I've been in Chicago for over three years. Oh, wow. They probably have strong opinions on the Chicago public schools. Yeah, and it hasn't changed. Someone uh, says things over three years, it's because they fucking mean it. Call out your problematic friends. Stop supporting him on stage. You fucking know who I'm talking about and address the problem. It doesn't fucking matter if he's nice, which I'm not that fucking nice. He's a problem and you supporting him is a problem. He's a problem. You support. It. First now, of all, way too many problems in yeah, there. Yeah, too many. Too many. Be a better writer. You yeah, know what I mean, you gotta, you, go, go, he's problematic, and then this go, person's go, go, problem, and you're the problem. And everyone's the part of the problem. Grab a thesaurus. Grab a thesaurus. Yeah, come on. There's other words now, in your problem. I saw that, and first thing I did. So this was on a Monday. She posted this on a Monday, and first thing I did was because uh, I run my open mic on Mondays. Monday, you can and fall the part. Tuesday, Wednesday, break, break my. Heart. Heart. Great song, man. The Great cure. song. Uh, he, uh, so what I did was I start. <laughs> I can't sing. Come on, stick. To, hey, don't Friday, quit your, don't don't, don't, quit, your, don't quit your day job podcasting and comedy. I will not. Uh, so I saw that post and I knew it was about me. I knew it was about mm-hmm. me. 
So then what I did was I shit because I saw I could I saw her Facebook. I guess we were like still friends or something. So what I did was I shared her post and I promoted because she was trying to get people not to go to my open mic. So I shared her post and then and then like when I shared, I was like, "Hey guys, she was open mic. Sign up at seven thirty. Mic at eight. And that was like I feel like That's the biggest great, fucking power move in the world. Hell yeah, it is. It's like not, it's like I see you. Yeah, I see what you're doing, and like, here's how I respond to that. And it's just like, what, 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 what triggered that? You know, what did I say to do that? And I think she was just jealousy, like, probably jealousy, jealousy. man. It's jealousy, man, because no, we started yeah. together. We were both shitty open mic comedians together. Your roommate just and took now a big she sees hit that, and Oh yeah, he's fucking hitting a bong. I don't want you to do a play-by-play for what you're doing, but it's background noise, and I don't want people to be like, someone dying in the background, yeah. and these two are just talking? It make us look like assholes if you're choking to death yeah. and we're just like no, not we're, addressing we're, it. Yeah, we'll watch... The abstract comedy thing that went down like four months ago. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> Very abstract, but... Yeah, it was. I think it was a jealousy thing, because she saw that, you know, I'm getting... You know, I'm getting more recognition in the comedy scene now. When we were both shitty. Comedians. Well, you you're a big part of the scene. Um, you're you love the scene. I'm not gonna say love, but you're I enjoy you love stand up comedy. You like being part of the I scene. Lo- I love. Yeah, I really. That's what I mean, right? Yeah. You feel at home with the scene. You know everybody. Everybody knows you. You're Norm. You fucking walk in. Hey, Bobby, yeah. right? And and there are people who are gonna see that thinking, well, I'm not as liked. Why does everyone like him? He says stupid shit. Why don't people give him a hard time and for they, stupid shit? Could yeah. I say that stupid shit away with it? Yeah, I like, want to get the record. Yeah. No, that's exactly what it is. There is absolutely they're, a jealousy. They're, 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 they want to feel relevant again, and the way they can do that is by trying to call out. Well, why do people? people why do people do anything other than it's, a, it's? That's why. That's why I'm so annoyed. And sometimes I think to myself, I'm like, if I just become this old man when I view social media, there are parts. Of so, again, there are some parts of social media that are great. You want to share one of those Thug Life videos? Bring them on. Some of them are fucking hilarious. Damn. You want to tell me about some cute dogs? Cool. All right. Nice. Make an announcement about your life. Hey, anyone have a recommendation a for something? Joke. A good Whatever. joke about like a if good you don't jo- have autism sure. you're fucking gay. That, yeah, that, the classics. You know? I, uh, it's fine. There is, But there's an out-of-control element that has shaped society. And, and social media has shaped society in this scary way over the last decade now, I'd say, in which... People don't act in the parameters of how normal society used to be. Used to be, I have a problem with you. I'm going to tell you about it. Yeah. Now I'm going to subtweet. They call it now. Yeah. Or I'm going to post a vague thing. I'm not going to name you, but everyone knows who you are. Vague, vague book because it's non-confrontational, yeah. right? I hate non-confrontational. I don't know what I mean. I know a lot of people are. I just don't understand. You can't. If just, you got a problem with someone, and someone's just got fucking a bring it up. People yeah. get mad at me when I'm too aggressive. I'm like, why don't you get mad at passive aggressive? Passive aggressive is passive dancing aggressive around. Is, it. Yeah, passive aggressive is. It's still more aggressive. Get, you want to get all the you want to get all the glory that progress, that aggressive people get, but you don't put in the work. Yeah, right. You know. No, yeah, you're being a you're being a way more of a dick. At yeah. least at least when I come at you, you know where I'm coming from. Yeah. Like you actually get to a solution quicker yeah. instead these people just dance around it i don't and understand I, that to, to to break that down you got to be a master of human psychology with which none which of us none of us are, are. No, no right no, no one ever is probably I mean, nobody in listening to this comedy. podcast you're, if you're listening to this podcast and you're that good at record at that breaking down human shit don't listen to this and solve the world's problems then once the problems are solved listen to this podcast Five star review on iTunes. There you go. And uh, like <laughs> and subscribe. Plug. Good plug. I uh, 
I, I, I just I see the people. I got I got I see this um, Rosie. We called her. Probably the same with Janice too. There is a jealousy there. There is a why is this okay? And they and just my wa- jokes. They want to be some. I don't. My I, jokes about having a weird family don't. You know. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean. But what is it? And I, I do think it's this social media thing where it's like I want to be the first. To call this out, I want to be the first to call that out. I want to be a leader. I want to prove that I'm one of the good ones. I want to prove like it's this whole the fucking way, the thing. The best way to be one of the good ones, whether you're talking I just don't about trust it, whether you're talking about white men, white people, whatever, any of these groups, the way to be the best one of that is just to be like a good person and just live your life day to day without being a hateful piece of shit. Yes. But people feel like they actually have to do so. They have to make a change. Well, it's like, part of the bubble that social media creates where that's been proven that Facebook will show you things that enrage you or make you engage. And, and a lot of times, enragement turns into engagement. And by that is where it's like, oh, this person is most active when they see posts like this. So if you're super conservative, they're going to show you liberal shit that makes... And I see people all the time, they go, society's going to hell in a handbasket. Like there was a post I saw someone shared where... It said school switching to all digital because kids don't know how to read uh, analog clocks or what the fuck they call old yeah, school clocks. Fuck analog clocks, dude. And, and it made me think to myself, I don't, and all these comments, what about cursive? Yeah. cursive is going Cur- away yeah, too. You don't need and any- all these people on the comments were like, this is why society sucks. We're going. And I clicked on the article. The article was in London, and it said some schools in London. We're in America, and the people were in Chicago specifically. And then it's and they were just it's, it's, Daily and it was a terrible magazine. Yeah, it was a terrible article that said some, said some schools didn't name the schools, didn't say anything why, didn't Ugh. tell, didn't no study, no real journalism behind it at all. People love it. It was simply off, to piss people, people off. Love and they know off. that these new because the newspaper industry is hurting. People aren't buying newspapers it's more anymore. than hurting. It's got stage four fucking breast yes, cancer. Yes, right it is. Now, it is you're right. And so they're trying to think: How do we make money? advertisement online people still get news they just don't buy and print anymore so what do we got to do so we can charge more people for advertisement we need more clicks so they gotta yeah. get the clicks click baiting that's what we're talking about before oh, i can't you know wait what mean? it's not like porn where click bait is fun but it's all it is it's all click bait where the more times they get you to click on shit to just enrage you and all the people and i saw all these people sharing and going, this is what's wrong. i go first of all you're a fucking idiot what if so what if kids are so what if all clocks are going digital now that's who fine cares? who before you, regular clocks were invented it was sundial and i guarantee there was a bunch of old crusty cunts like yourselves yeah. who were like these kids don't want to read a sundial anymore oh my God. getting numbers yeah. on their clock they don't put a stick into the fucking sand and know how it is oh they from the whole yeah, dude. yeah, that is why the world is dude, terrible. Like, next thing you know, they're gonna be shitting in fresh water and then flushing yeah. it. Oh, you're too good for shitting yeah, and leaves. Like it's just next so thing you know, they're dumb. gonna be actually talking to women before they want to hand them to have their children. What's society's going down? Yeah, yeah, dude, fuck off. It's all just progression. Dude, there's no need to have analog clocks. I but the an funny thing cocks, is, though, clock, an analog cock. An analog <laughs> cock. That'd be like a, a, a cock that just refuses to put a condom on. Yeah. Yeah, man. Goes only goes clockwise, not counter. Although counter, I think the ladies dig better. You know what I'm saying? Counter but anyhow, clock, yeah. oh man, this like the same ways. people who go outraged over this are the same people who give you shit. The funny thing is, they don't realize it, and that's what I talked about with Ed a little bit. And I don't want this to become a political podcast because I hate politics. I used to like them, but they're boring. When I first met you, you loved politics. I did, dude, but first of all, they're boring. Nothing gets accomplished, and there are no liberals or conservatives. There are just people who go to the far end, and they become the same people. It's not liberal and conservative. It's left and right. We were talking about that at the party the other night. I know. They renamed it. They renamed it. And guess what? 
Yes, they'll rename the next thing. They'll keep labeling the name. Everything's got to be labeled. All My right, point is le- that at the end of the day, regu- most regular people are fucking good people, right? Yeah. They might not subscribe to everything because we're not, they're not living in the same bubble we're living in. And there is a social media bubble. If you're living your day-to-day life on Twitter, if you're on Twitter all day, you are not living in re- reality. If you're on Facebook all day, you're not living in reality. I, I was like this for a while. I would wake up in the morning. First thing I do is grab my phone. Yes, same here. Same and I would here. go and on it's, Facebook. It's, it's unhealthy, but I just and go on Twitter. And mostly, on it's just be like, all right, did I say anything stupid last night when I got drunk? I, that actually is a decent reason. Alien. I would go on to simply be like, did any? What happened? Were they getting or like, over the I, night? Did I get any, did or also, did, also, it's like, what about me? It's me, me, me. Exactly. What happened? Yeah, well, it also looks like, did I get any? Like last night, at, you know, did did a booker for a comedy club send me a message? Yeah, at five I would hit them all up. I would. I did. I hit the same apps. I click on my emails. Which was always fucking ads for just tires and also other stupid shit that I get in the mail. Like, hey, um, MLB.com has an article for you. Or I bought tickets to an Angels game from their website, so I get emails from them constantly. When, when it shit comes, like that, when, you know? When, that, when it's stuff that you want, like a, like a ticket thing where you want to get tickets, but they'll send you emails all the time, I just always give them my AOL email address. You're a smart man for that. Which, uh, if you guys want to send me some spam, it's rbu15 at AOL.com. Uh, I like that. I was JK sixty nine too sweet. J- no, you weren't. I swear to God, JK sixty nine too sweet. I swear to God, it's probably still out there, dude. My initials, the number sixty nine. Yeah, I'm a well, shit. yeah, JK too I, sweet because NWO Wolfpack, baby. I wasn't allowed to watch wrestling as a kid. No, you weren't. You sad bastard. But how did this this lady? We gotta squash this right now. And how did you squash it? You you made the post. Did she ever hit you back up or never squashed it? Never got squashed. So were people. And you know the but, other with, with the incident with Janice, how all these people had your back, but she still did the whole thing. Women say this, men say this, and I'm like, no, you're you say this, and you're lumping all women together like had one my group. Back. Not one person, not what. Maybe there was like maybe three or four comics that they're that, jealous that you've mastered getting away with something. It's like when Louis C.K. first started saying the N word on stage. Black people were cool with it. Most black people were cool with it because Chris Rock came to give him a blessing. Wait, what word are you talking about? What's the N word? Um, neighbor. He'd okay. always say, you know. Oh, it starts with that ends and on, and you never want to call a black person. That's an I old know, street I know. joke. It's a very old. Back in the day. There's so many old black guy, or old racist jokes. You yeah. Know what I mean? Which you can't get. But I understand. The, I, I, black listeners, is there old, is there racist white jokes towards white people? Like, uh, yeah, um, what do you call What do you call a, what do you call what do you, a honky what do you, that does this? Or what do you call a, that? What do you call a, uh, what do you call 10,000 white dudes at the bottom of the ocean? What? A good start in the Titanic. Um, yeah, what do you call uh, four white guys that. Die in a Cadillac crash. Uh, I don't know. Uh, tragedy. Cadillac holds five. <laughs> oh, that, one, that's right? good. That is good. What do uh, white people on apples have in common? Um, uh, what? They both look good hanging from trees. White people. Oh, now, are you just replacing white people with? I thought that's what we were doing. Is that not good? Oh, these are no. just the ones I'm. Oh, these are all terrible, horribly never, racist jokes. Yeah, oh, by the way, just switching with I'm not just switching with white person. Yeah, well, what, like, what do you call like a like a? I thought that's what you said. I thought this what, what, you were doing with a good start. Like, what do you call a good like, start? Is what you were doing, man. Don't throw that all on me. No, well, I always hear lawyer. I always hear it's lawyer ten thousand. Oh, no, yeah. I heard the racist. But what if it was okay? I'm not gonna go on. I, by the way, everyone knows I'm not a fucking racist, so I don't have to go back and. Fucking no, there's. Clean I always tracks. think there's a difference between being a racist and telling racist jokes. When you're telling racist jokes, it's just making these. Uh, light-hearted, satirical 
jokes about stereotypes which are enforced on modern-day society but are usually not true. I would agree with that. 100% agree. I'll give you a great example. Comedian Mike Leibovitz, who I actually talked to today for the first time in a long time, he's going to be in town next week. Oh, really? Uh, producer comedians, you should know. You guys all know this is a show I produce, but look him up. He's a New York comedian. He's fantastic. Mike Leibovitz. I remember driving out to a show in Waukegan, which is just like a northern suburb of Illinois. Yeah, Waukegan forever. Yeah, man. It's right there. Right there. There's a Wakanda. There's actually a Wakanda. Very Illinois. funny. And as we're going up there, we're talking about some stuff. And I said, I go, look, there's a difference. So there's, there's a real racism and there's like our father's racism where it's like, and I remember being somewhere where I saw this hap- like play out where I heard a guy make a racist joke, and then 10 minutes later, his black friend came in, and they're like, hey, what's up? They greet each other, and they all sat down, and everyone was having a good time. And I go, there's the, those, so there's that. There's the people who say racist jokes. does not mean they're racist. If, people, if you're someone who were born in the 50s and became like an adult in the 70s, like with all in the family, you know, Archie yeah. Bunker and that whole, that's just how people were. And it's definitely like that in Irish culture where you just talk shit about each other. You give each other shit constantly. I went to a high school where every ethnicity was, you know, if you're Polish, we had Polish jokes, we had Italian jokes, we had Irish jokes, everything, you know? And so I go, there's the difference between that and there's the difference between the actual racists, the ones where you're like, ooh, yeah. you're bad. Because yeah. I've heard the well, people make the, like a racist joke and then their best friend's black and then you're like, all right, you, I'm fine, you, I get that. You know how you can tell someone is racist when they make a racist joke where instead of, let's say if it's a racist joke against like a black person. You know, if you're not if you're not a racist person, you're making this joke. You'll say like a black person walks into a bar and then punch yeah, like sure. whatever. Then you can tell whether racist when it's like so a n walks. Well, they use the yeah, n yeah, when well, they do the good joke. example. The moment that the moment that you taint a perfectly wholesome, not wholesome, but a perfectly good racist joke uh, a with perfectly a racial good stereotypical slur, satire. A very, satire. Uh, but yeah, well, that, that's a racist joke. With the moment that you ruin a great racist joke with a racial nothing words ruins a race 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 joke but more than a a racial slur yes that's how you make it unfunny and that's when it becomes hateful and that's when it becomes like all right i don't want any part of this yes when hate comes involved that's when things go south we're making racist jokes woke on here you realize we are well i was gonna figure i was gonna say the last thing so when we go to the place in waukegan me and Libo were driving up there for the show and you know, I explained myself, and he was like, "All right, yeah, all right, you know, I think I, I kind of brought him along to what my uh, frame of thinking. I think at first he kind of got into the habit that a lot of people get into, where they're like, "No, it's all bad." Where it's like, "Well, yeah, but you got to." I always look back on what was the intent. Was the person intending to be offensive, or were they just making a joke, right? And that's why I look at you. You say some stuff where I'm like, "That's not." It's not his intent. Isn't to do that. He's being silly. He's being ridiculous. Yeah. And he's kind of you're almost. It's almost like a. It's almost the way Stephen Colbert was when he did the Colbert Report. Yeah, right. People forget that Stephen Colbert is a full fledged Christian. And yeah, people, they, they, big Catholic, I think. In South Carolina, Catholic, yeah, Catholic same group. shit, really. I guess um, eh, and a little different. People but. forget that because he plays this character, and I'm not saying that everything I do all the time is a character, but it definitely no, it's is. not. But you definitely play up it's that like, character. Yeah. I feel like that's where a yeah. lot of your, your you know, your, the dumb, your inspiration as a comedian, I feel like, comes from that. 
Um, Working like I, class. Yeah, look at this dope. I know a little bit about other people's culture, but I don't know everything, but I still own enough, know enough to hold my own. Yeah, right? And and it's not serious, and, and you take a lighthearted approach, which now, like I like you talked about how when me and you first met, I was super political. I'm not now because I kind of, I'm trying to look more towards positivity. Yeah. Because I just think there's something about negativity there, and people get negativity everywhere, so I want to bring a little bit more positivity into comedy. Anyway, though, so when, I, when Lebo and I arrived in Waukegan, Illinois, uh, the guy who's running the show said something like, "Yeah, oh, you ever been to Waukegan before?" And I'm like, "No, never been here before." Like thinking, like, what the "Fuck, why would I come why, here otherwise?" Yeah. You know, well, they, we got a Portillo's in Chicago. Uh, yeah, we no, don't... no offense, Waukegan. I'm sure it's a fine place. I was, I went to the one it's bar. It's a fucking shithole. Well, the one bar was a shithole. I'll tell you that. And then he said, like, you know, hey, don't knock on Waukegan. You know, we get our fair share of celebrities. And I was just like, oh yeah, really? Who? Like, because I was just entertaining his curiosity. I was entertaining my own curiosity. And then you know what he response was? He goes, oh, oh shit. What was that big N-word who used to play for the Bulls? And he actually said the N-word. No, I remember looking at Lebo going, this is what I was talking about in the car right over here. There's pieces of shit like this guy. And this guy was a complete piece of shit. Yeah. I ended up trying to run for office up there. And thank God he didn't get elected. Oh, my Because I, I, I wanted to tell people, I've talked to this guy. And, and whatever version he's uh, you know, peddling of himself now is not how he is. Because I've seen this guy. I I'd met this guy for two minutes. I was two minutes into meeting yeah. him, and he dropped the N-word. Dude. And you know what the worst part about it was? When he said, uh, who's that big N-word who's played for the Bulls? My brain at the time, I remember just a lot, a lot saying, well, that, that that's not specific. Like, what, what do you mean? Like, yeah. And then I'm, in my brain, I'm like, whoa, fuck yeah, well, you, yeah, 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 yeah. I just You just sucked that's me into a racist trap. My brain was like, your problem with that was not that he used the N-word, but because he wasn't specific enough. Oh, because I'm just so, I'm you're, you're more used to people being pieces of shit where you're yeah. like, oh, God, what an asshole. The worst, the but worst. then I'm like, I don't know who you're talking about still, though. And that would have made it wrong, though, because I'm not saying anyone on the Bulls, you know, if you're, you know, oh, God damn it. You know what I'm saying? You guys know what I'm saying. But it was just like, well, that doesn't narrow it down. And yeah. then I thought like, hey, you just sucked me into your racist world. Yeah. Instead of me immediately being like, fuck you, I'm thinking, well, which black person is he talking about? Yeah. Because uh. I'm like, I'm spe- I'm trying to decode the racism. Which is awful. Anyway, though, but that's been the podcast. Though we are about fuck, man. We went about forty minutes longer than we wanted to, but uh, what, we got some we fun at? movies. Two forty. Two forty. It's all right, man. Uh, I think I just got to accept the fact that I do a two-hour and change uh, two podcast. Two-hour podcast. The next podcast will be closer to two hours. I promise. I'll have way more structure with it. Well, it's more content. This is it's this content, is Bobby. Content. And you know what, though, free entertainment. Forty-one minutes of free entertainment. Subscribe to our Patreon. The Patreon. I, I should get a Patreon going because I could do a lot of fun now, bonus stuff. Pay, I think pay, the, pay, the idea of Patreon is one of the best ways. Uh, it's one of the best things for stand-up comedy because stand-up comedy, the whole, it, it's such a hard market to find right now because you have people like Vine celebrities and YouTube celebrities where they'd rather just watch their stupid ass. I was about to use a word that wasn't stupid that begins with an R and ends with retard. Uh, <laughs> whoops. It's said fine. that for the press. We're two ground. minutes and 40 seconds in or whatever. Uh, uh, the whole but the whole idea of Patreon, like, because, you know, you have these things like Twitter or podcasts, which are usually free, but, you know, if you put a Patreon wall behind it, A, it will, you know, give people a reason to pay. But people but know, also, yeah. It's a more reason, it's it's a bigger, it's more reason for the user, to the, the person to create more content. Yeah, because that would you want people to Our pay. Our friend Tan Sheehan, he does that, he has, he's behind that Wolf Twitter thing, and he has a Patreon behind it, the What's keeping him keep, keep on writing, continuing writing that content is that Patreon thing. I've and told it's people great for comedians, you know, it, it is a great because to more content. as a comedian, if you want me to focus fully on providing you content and you 
give me money directly, I'm going to work for you in a sense. Exactly. Like yeah. you, as fans, you're our boss in yeah. a way, yeah. in a weird way. You're, you know, because obviously we're more likely to say we, fuck you at any given moment. But when you work at a grocery but, you know, store, you got to impress your the manager at a deli. Yeah, so you're a comedian, I, you ha- the one person you have to impress is the audience. So yeah, they are our boss. For those of you who don't know, Patreon is basically you pay I don't know five bucks a month. Five bucks a month. I pay five me. bucks a month for Come Down. Yeah, so you pay five. Oh, she almost knocked the fucking thing off. If you pay five bucks a month to me, I would have to provide you X amount of content that's just exclusive to people who pay me five bucks yeah. a month. So I would. You know what I would do? You want to hear the pod, the part of the podcast I deleted? Between me and Meredith and Kyle, yeah. I'll put that on my Patreon. Yeah. You want to give me five bucks a month? I'll put it on there. I'll throw some videos on there. I'll do some after things where maybe me and the guests will do shots sh- and we'll talk shit. Yeah. And, you know, I'll throw some fun stuff on there that's specific just to you if you want to do that. So maybe I'll look into doing a Patreon. Um, I, but this is, I'm going to wrap up the podcast. Yeah. The theme of this podcast is being misunderstood, which is why the podcast went so long because often you and I misunderstood each other yeah. or we were just well, rambling we also on. We just went on these long we, tangents. No, because I think that's fine. This was fun. This was probably the most fun podcast I've ever done, mainly because I got to get a little drunk during it, you know? That's why I encourage, though. And, and some sloppiness is part of that, but you know what? Life is sloppy. And I think we got to we, watch the Cubs win. We got to watch the Cubs win. We talked about some cool stuff. We talked about people. That we talked about the mob mentality of social media and how it can be dangerous. We talked about um, g- uh, someone like you who just, oh we God. need more silly fucks, man. I'm life's, sorry. Life's this difficult is a Hawk Harrelson. I think it's like a Hawk Harrelson Han Solo bobblehead they're trying to sell right now. For those of you who don't know, Hawk Harrelson is a White Sox announcer who is the worst announcer in sports. The fucking r- not smart He is. Person. I got Sox fans friends who listen. Look, he's a homer, and you know he's a homer. Ugh. He's, the, when the White Sox are playing bad, he will not talk for innings. He'll go the whole yeah. innings of dead air yeah. of him not talking. I've got, I've got friends, White Sox, diehard White Sox fans. He hasn't spoken in four years. will honestly tell me, yeah, I agree with you, but I'm, I can never tell other White Sox fans yeah, I agree no, with you. Yeah, no. It's kind of like how we live in this bubble world where the people who use the word problematic can't be like, yeah, I don't really give a shit, but I recognize yeah. I'm trained. My brain, I've created the filter to be like, I don't like what he's doing, so I have to tear him down. Yeah. As a society, let's stop tearing each other down. If you don't like someone, you can ignore them. There's other ways of handling that. Yeah, don't laugh. Go to them directly. Don't. It's too cheap. It's too easy. Message them. It's easy. It's easy. Talk and it's to cheap. them yourself before you go on Facebook and try to post a big old thing. That's yes, because you're not coming from a place of love. You're coming from a place of hate, and you're trying to tear someone down, and that's not fun. And that's not what this podcast is about, and that's what I don't think the society should be about. Um, I'm Joe Kilgan. That's Bobby Buds. You can follow me on Twitter at Bobby Buds. Simple. You got his own name there, Bobby Buds. Follow him there. He's very funny. Instagram, Instagram, SmartPerson69. That's an easier one to remember. That's very good. Goes back to my JK692 suite. You guys know where to follow me. We're on iTunes. We're on Stitcher, SoundCloud. Best thing you can do is just tell your friends. Retweet us, uh, Killgallons Pub. Also at Joe Killgallon on Twitter. Follow them both. Um, thank you for listening to Killgallons Pub. You guys have yourselves a hell of a week.